This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast, brought to you by the guys at flyguy.net, dbsw.net, and youtube.com slash sithlord229. Boring Conversation Anyway is officially sponsored by bigbadtoystore.com. Thousands of toys and cool collectibles shipping worldwide. Make sure you check out bigbadtoystore.com for their hot pre-orders and new arrivals. Also sponsored by chowrontoys.com, the world's second biggest Lego store. All new and hard to find Lego. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. Hey, this is Boring Conversation Anyway, episode 39. We're fast approaching middle age, and just to prove it, we've put on extra weight. In fact, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six people on this podcast, so we're busting out of Skype as we uh, have never done before. And joining us with uh, on the call is, I'm so happy to have them both on the call at once, because it's the middle of the night for one of them. Wet's back. Hello. Hey, guys. Good to be back. Mr. Sith. Mr. Sith Lord is in the house as well. Nice to have you two guys Hello. on. Yay! So, boring conversation anyway. The the full uh, host of uh, hosts are on the call. But we've also got a recurring guest coming back in, Mr. Collectal Twenty One, Kevin Gothrop. Hello. Hello. And two guys who I've actually um, I, I, I've known about you guys forever, and I've listened to your podcast. We've never got you on, so good to get you on as well. Chad, aka. Lucas Clones. Lucas Clones. <laughs> That's um, it, yeah. <laughs> and Tamer, what do you go by? Tamer, I guess, really is your, your AKA? Yeah, Tamer's my uh, AKA, but you can call me Sean if you want. <laughs> so you guys are, are you both kind of behind Imperial Shipyards, or are you... Well, Sean is uh, behind Imperial Shipyards. Um, me and him together partnered up uh, a little over a year ago to start the Custom Action Figure News podcast, where we... Uh, we basically uh, do a podcast where we interview customizers. You know, uh, we do a lot of Star Wars customizers, but we also, um, you know, look at people who do all all the different kinds of, of lines. You know, like GI Joe and Transformers and all that stuff. But but um, as far as Imperial Shipyards goes, it's definitely more Star Wars, isn't it, Sean? Yeah, yeah, it seems that uh, that's definitely how it started out, but uh, I was just, you know, counting some of the in the posts I made, uh, you know, on the page today, and if you can believe it, about half of them aren't Star Wars anymore, so it seems like we're we're kind of switching gears into uh, other lines, so uh, I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Excellent, excellent. You guys get some amazing videos. Uh, it's some of the stuff you, every time you, you're doing a, a video review, your hands are just covered in paint and stuff. So you're not afraid to get in there. I can always see you guys <laughs> chopping figures up and painting stuff. But you did an amazing job. But yeah, it's we, fun we, to we, listen we, to the progress of your guys' show this past year too. I mean, the interviews and everything. Uh, and I'm this close to starting all my customizations. I've been gearing up, and thanks to you guys, I've got a lot of new tips and tricks to try when I start. Awesome. Good. Look, we've we've kind of slim on the news because you guys were all pretty much at Celebration Six. We're really just dying to hear about all your kind of toy porn that was there and all the conversations and meetings and customization sessions and everything that you saw. So the news is pretty slim. But if you've got anything else from any of you guys at all, please chip it in. But 
Look, first cab off the ranks was something that just came last night, which uh, I don't know whether it's going to float everyone's boat, but Lego have announced some uh, sets for 2013, and they've, they've confirmed the sets that they're going to have. Are we excited about any of these? Kind of, if we go around the panel and ask anyone, kind of getting hot and bothered about them. Oh, I just saw this last night. What were the ones that were? <laughs> so we're getting clones everywhere, and uh, E-wings, Rancor Pit, uh, a lot of Clone Wars stuff, uh, and these planet series kind of things from Lego. I'm just wondering whether anyone, anyone Lego collected? You do, you do collect a little bit, well, don't you? I get the small, cheap ones that appeal to me. Um, and I, <laughs> I've been talking to somebody on Instagram recently about my love for the yellow figures versus the uh, the pink ones. They kind of creep me out a little bit. Sure. Uh, I like the old <laughs> yellow ones better. They just remind me of Lego. Lego people are always yellow in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, and I tried to pick up a Han Lego figure while I was at Celebration. I was like, "Ooh, how much for that one? It was sixty five dollars." I was like, uh, does it "Take sixty? Nope. Okay, never mind." <laughs> like, sixty five bucks. Yeah. What about you, Kevin? Are you much of a Lego Star Wars man? I, you know, I just started turning the corner and and dabbling in a little bit. I have some old sets, um, and maybe regret selling them a little too early now. But um, I had the first X-wing, the first Tie Fighter that I sold about five years ago, and still did pretty well. Which I was surprised how well they did because I just wasn't. I was just trying to pare down my line, but um, I just started the corner recently because my daughter's really getting into. It. She's six now, about to be seven. And she's really getting into them a lot more. And I think we're going to Legoland later this year. Uh, that, that should be fun. So we're, we're, I'm starting with sort of vintage, uh, I guess you could say original trilogy, I should say. <laughs> Good parenting. Uh, Good parenting. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, I'm trying to stay away from the Jar Jars a little bit right now. But <laughs> she's got the Land Seeder because uh, that came with four figures. And then we, she's got... Uh, she doesn't know it yet, but she does listen to podcasts, so I can say it. I just picked up the uh, escape pod today because uh, it had R2, 3PO, and it actually comes with two sand troopers. I thought that was a pretty good deal for $21. Yeah, that's a set so, I would pick up if I saw it. Yeah, Toys R Us at $21.99. I was hmm. like, cool. I'll just put that away for her birthday. So. Cool. And Seth, I think we spoke about this, but probably no. Any of these even tempting you into the dark side a bit more? They always tempt me. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have been dabbling a little bit in, in Lego recently, um, but not so much the sets. It's the, the large sort of scale uh, keychain, LED keychains oh, that yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. picking up. I picked up the Darth Vader and the Stormtrooper ones recently, and I love those. Um, but yeah, it's, it's more the minifigures that I sort of like the look of as opposed to the actual, you know, the full the full sets. Sure. What about you, Chad? Anything Lego for you there in that list? Anything kind of exciting? Well, the uh, the the Mandalorians battle pack that came out last year—I think it was last year, might have been the year before—I had to get that one. That was the Clone Wars Mandalorians, uh, and I also did get the one that came out a couple years ago with the AT-AT driver and the snowtroopers, mm-hmm. uh, just because those were so cool. I'm I'm a big Hoth fan, um, so I had to get those <laughs> and. Uh, uh, of course, I'm not the biggest Hoth fan <laughs> around. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sean. Sean is Sean is a that's uh, Sean is a big time Hoth fan. So I don't know if he got those ones, but but uh, the, I saw your uh, review of um, I think it was the Darth Malgus and the the Sith trooper or the Imperial trooper. I don't know what they're calling sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. I saw those and I was like, oh, those are pretty cool. And I actually saw them at Celebration in a couple of booths. Of course, they were way too expensive there. But uh, if I 
if I see that one out, I might have to grab that one. But I'm I'm not a big Lego collector. I try to stick to the three and three quarter inch action figures. So Why, I, I got Yeah, I'll post <laughs> some pictures of Chad's room, and he doesn't have room in his in his little room there for Legos. I know you can tell. <laughs> it's full of GI Joes and figures. Like the little bits you guys see on his website, nothing compared to what you see if you just kind of look around in any direction. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's awesome. So, Tamer, what about you? you you're a, a Hoth fan, but um, any of these jumping out of you? Because nothing's Hoth. I think the only thing there is uh, Endor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess for me, uh, you know, as far as Lego goes, I love the looks of them. But kind of some of the other issues some of us have, the, always the issue with space. And, of course, I've had some, some crazy friends get me hooked on Gentle Giant and Sideshow. So that goes <laughs> any type of Lego budget, but... But uh, I go on eBay and price some of the Lego walkers because, as Chad said, I am just an absolute hoth nut, and I can see the prices on some of those, and I, I can usually back off then. Wise man, wise man. It's, it's, it's wild, that market right now. I mean, I know guys who are kind of dealing it, and they are I mean, they kind of raking it in, but they're also trying to stockpile. It's kind of a weird way to look at it because it's all minifigs, and if you saw one of the booths at C6 for the guys who went – um, it was they were like putting them out as people were buying them, and it was like a constant flow of hands putting down as people were picking up and buying. It was just unbelievable. Yeah, I heard the Lego booth was nuts. And just kind of a test for the like fevered pitch the Lego has. I was babysitting my nephews, like I said earlier uh, this week, and as I left, the mail came by, and my nephew, who's nine, who's the total Lego maniac, uh, he and all of his friends were hanging out. There were like four of them. And the mail comes, and he gets a Lego fan club magazine every couple of weeks. But the mm-hmm. kid who lived there before had subscribed under, like, every possible version of his name. So, like, basically when these things come, six of them show up in the mail. And, like, wow. these, these, like, nine, ten-year-olds go screaming to the mail mac, mailman, mob him, just like he's ice cream man, basically, come running <laughs> back with these magazines with, like, the mailman standing there holding a couple pieces of mail. And I was like, here, I'll take that. I'll trade you for a Netflix. And, like, but I mean, <laughs> and, and then these kids mm-hmm. spend the next half an hour in the living room, like, just sprawled out, like, going sort of like we do with the slideshows, you know, pay Page by page. What do you think of this? What do you think of this? What do you think of this? <laughs> like it was nuts. Like you got to subscribe under a female name as well. I, I subscribed under my wife. She didn't realize, but she started getting free Lego girly samples from the Lego friends. <laughs> so uh, I was kind of gutted that I couldn't get to build the damn thing. She ended up building. It. I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. so you got to subscribe with different sexes, and you'll get both. But uh... hey, your wife puts together a lot of stuff for you. I heard she put together your stormtrooper costume. She does. She did. She did. She's just. She's unbelievably awesome. I know. She does all the things I can't be asked doing, which is like putting a stormtrooper kit together, which I should be doing, but not. We got another thing that's uh, that's also in Lego because it's a very indoor themed bunch of Lego 2013 stuff going on in there. Uh, Still, again, seems to be a really popular theme. Ewoks are something that's also a bit of a kind of like fanatical obsession with Star Wars fans, like R2 units. Ewoks, do we like these guys running through the, the top from what? I love getting? them. I can't wait yeah. to get them. Yeah. Oh, I I can't wait. Are these floating your furry boats? Are they really doing your thing? Are they? I well, maybe it's because I live on Endor uh, up here in the redwoods. <laughs> but you know, I oh, there you go. between them and the new speeder bikes, like I can't wait to do some new Return of the Jedi scenes and things. Um, and I I think they look great. Yeah. The amount of accessories, like you can really kind of customize them. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I was pretty bummed out today. I went to Toys R Us, and I was going to get the – I had all intention of getting a Pilots pack and an Ewoks pack because it was buy one, get one half off. Uh-huh. They had 15 Pilot packs and zero Ewok packs. Mm. 
And uh, so the only thing I got out of that whole situation was I took a picture of Jack Porkins and said, why did he go on a diet since his last figure? <laughs> and now, now there's over 15 comments on my picture on my Facebook page that he actually looks like Sansweet. I was going to say the and, same thing. Is that a nod to Sansweet, you think? It's completely, it's completely blown up as like this little like viral like Steve Sansweet comment field. I, it's crazy. But anyway, I just was bummed I couldn't get the Ewoks. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it was... I- I went to my Toys R Us yesterday because I, I normally go I, I, to my Toys R Us every Friday. And they had, just like Kevin was saying, they had at mine, I think they had five packs of the X-Wing pilots. And they did have one Ewoks pack, but I wanted to get it. But unfortunately, uh, I didn't have any funds at the time. But uh, I'm just hoping that they restock. My, my Toys R Us is pretty good about restocking if they sell out on those battle packs and uh, – uh, be able to go back and get them because I definitely do want the the Ewok pack. That's one of the few things that Hasbro's putting out uh, that I do want to get uh, as far as battle packs go. And uh, so yeah, they they did they did have those. They didn't have any new vintage figures or anything, but they had those. Well, I'm curious because you guys both say that the that the Ewoks were sold out or missing. Was there a gap where the Ewoks were supposed to be, or do you think they just didn't order that many in the same premise that Fly Guys thinking of like, eh, they're Ewoks, nobody's going to want those. I think they are popular. I think they're. I think they're. Yeah. Well, they might be short packed too. It's. It's. That's what it seemed like to me when I looked at it. It looked like a case assortment where you might have uh, two or three of the the X wing pilots and only one Ewok pi- uh, pack in there. So I don't know for sure, but it, that's what it seemed like to me because I know that um, last week they didn't have those packs. Those were brand new. They had just put those out. And my Toys R Us always gets their truck on. Friday, it's usually on Friday or Thursday, and they have everything unloaded. So if if they had an equal amount of Ewoks packs on the shelf there, then there must have been a run on them or something because, like I said, they, they had only one, and they had five of the X-Wing pilots. So I'm wondering if it's a case assortment thing. Hmm. Mm. I didn't even see a, a shelf label for the Ewoks, but I looked at it, and it's like it's thirty nine ninety nine. I think it was... It's for one skewer for one, so I think it is a short pack in the case because it was literally like a, like a twelve to one ratio, and there was not even a one to be had. Mm. Well, if you want them, grab them. I was speaking to a friend Eddie at Dorksey Toys last night. He's got a big crate of the things in from Hasbro directly, and uh, the good thing I love about him is he, he's actually shipped them and he, he unboxes them because a lot of his fans and uh, uh, people who buy from him want singles and doubles. So mm-hmm. you can actually buy individuals on his EB site, plus he's got the box one for those who want it boxed. And so I was kind of like, well, I don't know about these guys. And mind you, was, they're so super articulated, which is really, mm-hmm. well, as we know, unusual for Hasbro. But um, they're really well made. They really are. But um, what about you, Seth Lord and Tamer? What do you guys think? Are you? I think we spoke about this, Seth, uh, and you were on yeah. the fence. Um, yeah, on the fence, but... I, I like the ones that have got sort of all the, the headgear and stuff, but there's the, there's the one Ewok on the, I think it's the end of, of this gallery, um, that's just got sort of the, the sort of bone skull sort of headdress on, yeah, yeah. and nothing else. That's it. That one's kind of not doing it for me, but the rest of them look cool. I mean, Ewoks aren't my favourite figures to collect, but I'll pick them up if I see them, but yeah, I, I, they don't excite me. If, uh, <laughs> you know. What about you, Tamer? Well, I'm kind of with Seth Lord. Uh, you know, I'm kind of you know on the fence about him, but uh, I guess it's kind of nice to see Hasbro finish strong with battle packs. When you know they said they're probably getting rid of that particular offering, and uh, I mean people could buy multiple packs of this and make you know how many different Ewoks they want. I think that's pretty cool. Mm, definitely. 
No, it's a good good pack. Pretty good at Hasbro to do it. Hockey, we've got over our Lego and uh, Ewok news. That was it, pretty much. Uh, but some very fortunate people got to be extra hot and sweaty in Florida, a.k.a. <laughs> the majority of you on this call. So, look, we've got a pile of news stuff here we're going to go through. But one thing that really caught my attention about C6, and we'll get more into it as we ramble through all the stuff that happened, but to me, the Dented Helmet Project was one of the strongest visual things that came out of the show. What? Agree? Disagree? No about it? Um, it was, yeah, I mean, it was it was awesome to see, but, I mean, honestly, some of the sets that the 501st built were, were just amazing. I mean, they had the whole back-to-tank and hangar, or, you know, doors you could stand in. But, yeah, the Dented Helmet was awesome. I just put up the pictures I had taken, um, and I've got a couple video of the little thing dancing around, the one that that looks like the thing crawled out of the Sarlacc pit wearing Bubble Fett's yeah. helmet. Um, plus, I don't know if you folks saw the uh, the the video that was playing on the visor of that one, where you saw Bubble Fett's last images, like as recorded by his helmet. Um, and it's it's amazing. It's really really cool. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I should have waited in line earlier in the week, but I kept thinking, oh, I'll come back to it. And then by Sunday, it was crazy. Uh, luckily I spent all my money early and just went and waited in line and talked with some folks and hung out and got to see it. It was well worth it. What about you, Ken? Did you get to check this out? Uh, is that the Make-A-Wish? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I, it was weird. I, I was sort of, uh, suffering a little bit from, uh, overload because I was like <laughs> kind of breezing through the exhibit hall. I did stop for a little while. I didn't, I didn't actually get into it as much as I did in, um, C4. The Vader project for me at C4, I think the way it was sort of uh, curated, I actually went in there and shot um, every single helmet and actually published an entire book um, oh, from, from, on my, uh, from iPhoto uh, back in the day. I, I did a couple things on that. And, and so I, I feel like I kind of missed the Stormtrooper one. I think there was one at C5, and then, then we went to a Boba Fett one this time. Um, the ones I have seen and the ones I see online, the Alien one, and the Total Recall one with the you know, <laughs> race. That, that is the best one. And I guess what it comes down to is that I'm so into these that if I can't afford to buy one, I don't want to love it too much. <laughs> so, the, people, the people there were funny, too, because they had their iPhones out, and they're, like, watching the auctions, and they're sitting behind this one table, and both of them are, like, leaning over and, dude, did you see that? And, like, people are asking and getting updates. And, like, when I walked past, a few of them were up to, like, eight to $9,000 and such. Yeah, the alien one right now is at over ten thousand dollars. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, the rest of you guys? Anything from um, uh, Sith Lord Chad team? Were the helmets really kind of doing it for you? Yeah, the one I really liked is the the Iron Fett, the one that's done in the style of the Iron Man yeah, helmet. Really cool. mm-hmm. That's really cool. Uh, the way that because I mean these these look. Some of these, the, the the quality of them are just absolutely fantastic. They look factory produced. Oh yeah, every and, single one of the them. The way they look, you know, yeah, and they just look so cool. So, yeah, I'd uh, I'd have a few of those. Did this float the customizing boat of uh, uh, Chad and Tamer? Did it work for you guys? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's talk about customizing. I mean, you know, that's yeah. that's. Just a one-to-one scale, I guess you would say. But the, for me, the the one that I like the best has to be the Alien one, just because mm-hmm. I'm a big-time uh, Alien fan, and uh, that that thing was just so cool. And it reminds me a lot of the original Alien, the the Alien Boba Fett helmet, 
of the original Alien toy that came out way back in the eighties that was too scary for kids. And, <laughs> and, they had the little uh, kids playing with it on the package. <laughs> yeah, and it, it actually it actually had like a see through dome that was removable, and you could see the skull underneath and everything. That's what it reminded me. I was like, oh, it looks just like that, except it's a Boba Fett helmet. So it's pretty cool. I think that one actually has got a, a Darth Vader faceplate on it as well, which is really creepy too. It's uh, well, yeah, you're thinking of the other one. Because there's two oh, alien yeah. ones. There's the great right. big giant Jerky. one. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's thinking of the. There was another one in inside, which was my favorite of the two alien ones too. The Vader one was brilliant with the lightsaber and the clone helmet jaw and all that. But the one oh, yeah. Chad's talking about was a true masterpiece. It was it was really really cool. And Is instead of the dented helmet, it's got like a glass yeah, dome example. on the top of it. And where instead oh, of yeah, the instead of the dent on the helmet, it's got like a puncture mark in the dome. And then you've got the skull inside, and it's got yeah. the alien bursting through sort of the cross piece on Fett's faceplate. Uh, really, yeah, really the well mouth, done. The mouth thrusting thing is coming out uh, of the T-slit oh, yeah, down yeah, there yes, at the yeah. bottom, yeah. And another one that, that Fly Guy would, I think, would be like the holy grail for your collection would be the... Uh, the one, well, the Joe Johnson one, yeah, that would be good. But the one that they converted into Slave One, and they actually had the little vintage bubble set inside of it. That thing was amazing. And I'm really sad you couldn't walk around it like like Kevin said you could do with the Vader project and see him from any right. angle because that one I had seen pictures of it. They did the whole back look like the bottom of Slave One, and uh, it had I guess lights for the little uh, thrusters and everything. Um, that was such a cool piece. Team, you never, you never get a chance to chip in there to think. What was your thoughts on these? Well, I have to agree with what I think. You know, the Alien one is probably number two, but that Slave One version was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just looking at it just now. Wow, I didn't realize there was a fit inside it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking at my picture, it doesn't do it justice because there was a glare from the weird lighting. Uh, but it was, uh, it, it, it was so cool, the detail. Oh, my God, the work that went into these things. It's stunning. They took they took the, what they people did for the Vader project, which I think maybe some of the artists were afraid to take it so far that it was completely destroying the aesthetics of the original helmet. Mm-hmm. But they still did a lot with them. Like there was one that was a Tatooine um, uh, homestead that was pretty. They did, of mm-hmm. course they did a Statue of Liberty one, but these <laughs> take on a persona that's just like it, it becomes something else altogether. But you know the essence of of the helmet is in there, and I and I think when you take risks like this, it really generates the conversation like we're having it's amazing yeah. it's you could go on with it we could spend literally the entire show just going through each one there's so much detail and as you said Seth Lord they're basically factory produced they're absolutely yeah. stunning quality some of them there's one that's slightly dodgy but that's the one that's not really getting much love on uh, on uh, eBay which is the kind of WWE one um, there's a wrestler one apparently but it's yeah, kind of red and got a sash on its head and a big funny moustache mm. and oh yeah I didn't care for that one yeah, didn't quite work for me, but uh, what a waste of a Stormtrooper helmet. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so one of the other big things was obviously at Celebration 6, Clone Wars wasn't hiding, thankfully. Uh, and you guys got to meet some of the cast, and I believe, and um, got to see the Season 5 trailer, which is now as well. No, missed it. <laughs> missed it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> missed it. Missed it? What? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big clone. I mean, I, I kind of came in and out of Clone Wars pretty fast and it's just it's just one of those things I just I just can't spend a lot of time on right now because it distracts me from the Myler stuff your vintage stuff Good on you, you got it um, Chad what about you Tamer what did you guys uh, go and see it or 
Well, I watched the the trailer on uh, on the computer, but I was only there on Sunday. But that that trailer was was amazing. I really love the Republic Commando oh, God, I know. Uh, <laughs> theme, and I'm so glad yeah. to see them bringing that back. So, and I got to give a shout out to my buddy Wraith Nine. He's already made ah, a, a a figure of that Gregor. Yeah. Oh, you were gonna? Say, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> He's he's already made a, a dead ringer for Gregor. I guess his name is Gregor, the Republic I, commander that you see in that trailer. So excellent. Yep. With articulated ankles, I hope, guys. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know if it has articulated ankles or not. I think he just used the the, uh, the, the existing stock boss. One boss. Yeah, the yeah. boss. Yeah, you guys had him on. You guys have Wraith Nine on the show, but you know him as Rasputin Thirty Seven J. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, cool, yeah. goodness. He's got another, another EKE, my God. Yeah, he's got <laughs> another one. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, there's a ton of packed in stuff there. There was just one little thing I wanted to add, which I thought it, it really hit me again, showing the trailer where, I mean, tons of Mandalorian stuff. Had you shown me that when I was a an eight-year-old kid, I just, you know, I think I probably would have had a heart attack. The, the clones, the, the Mandalorian, the battle sequences, it is a mm. stunning show, and it's really not getting a lot of love, apparently. There was a, a lot of flack saying this, the scheduled time wasn't working well for the show and the interest in the show was waning, at which point I felt like saying, no shit, Hasbro, you're not making any decent figures for it. But um, <laughs> they're kind of fighting back saying that, um, you know, it's a show for kids. And I'm, I'm looking at it and it's a very, very dark show and it's really not kid-friendly at all, I think, in many ways. Well, the trailer even said there's a new time uh, slot. 830, yeah. After for it, Saturday so, morning, yeah, very it, kid time. Really, it's going to be a Saturday morning show now. Saturday yeah. morning yeah. cartoon, yeah. Oh, Saturday no. morning at nine thirty. Yeah. Awesome for me, but, but dang, kids, kids will be crying in their Fruit Loops. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the adults, that's um, probably not a, too far off. That's probably not an exaggeration. You know, I mean, given the the drama that we've seen in that show, I would say mm-hmm. that. That could very well happen. <laughs> oh, and that trailer was nuts, too. I mean, yeah. you know, my nephews who sort of waned from it. Too. Yeah, I saw that online later, too. And my, I was watching it yesterday, and my nephews were, uh, they heard all the action and came running over because they were distracted with their Minecraft at the moment and came running over. What is this? What is this? I was like, what's the Clone Wars? Remember, you guys don't care about this anymore. They're like, what is, this is awesome. And uh, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're really excited now. Yeah, it's. It's it's a great looking show, but for some reason I do think. I mean, again, when when I heard that comment saying, um, you know, the show's not been getting so much love, and I felt like saying, again, Sith Lord will probably back me up in this. They haven't even screened the seasons over here. God damn it! It's like, come on! You, you, no wonder the thing is um, not getting people watching it. So uh, you can't get to watch it. Hey Steve, you know uh, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but today they just—I uh, just saw online today that Big Bad Toy Store has an exclusive four pack for the Wolf Pack. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, so we are going to be getting some cool Clone Wars toys, but you got to buy it exclusively at Big Bad Toy Store. But I'm kind of excited for it because they're going to be. Uh, I'm hoping that the Commander Wolf that's in that pack is better articulated. Yeah, me um, too. Because uh, that it, it seems like some of the pictures he might have been, but it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, you know, unless you get a really high-res picture. Yeah, no, no. We'll, we'll Actually, we'll take a look at Big Bad Toy Store and some of the things. And the Wolfpack's one that I picked out. We can have a bit of a pair of that. But, uh, look, another thing that was a Celebration 6, and I've really kind of got into these, but I've limited myself to two, a Stormtrooper and a Boba. Uh, I think Kevin's gone a bit kind of bananas on these. Um, gentle, giant, jumbo-ass figures. Mm, that was a... 
That was an interesting uh, little tale there. Um, if, if I don't mind, if you guys go for it, go for it. Yeah, I want to hear about this because I saw you mention it on Twitter, and I tried to figure out what was going on, but I didn't quite get it. Yeah. So please elaborate. We had, a, we had a definitely had a little verbal jousting uh, via Twitter with Jethro Giant after C six. Um, I, I've over the last uh, few months, I kind of went. Uh, all in on the Gentle Giant Jumbo Kenner figures. Uh, real quick, it's when I saw them in the packaging is when I fell in love with them because as just the vintage figures, they're great. I, the Boba Fett was okay. The Stormtrooper was all right. But when I saw them on the Star Wars card back, uh, that sold it for me. And then I just went hog wild uh, right when a lot of them were hitting in the spring. So I was able to get the first 12, and I even got the Jawa, the Vinyl Cave Jawa from, la- from uh, last year's Comic-Con. And, but then I've kind of scaled back a little bit because the next one that came out after the Snaggletooth at Comic-Con was Lando. And the Lando one is like I could kind of – I could take her to leave it. Um, I was trying to worry about you know staying true to Star Wars first and let the other Collect All 21s come out first, the first 21, because mm-hmm. I'm so addicted, addicted to that. And – I've been kind of having anxiety, not literally, but just a little bit on the Boba Fett, <laughs> and that's so much money. So we get we get to C six, and I'm walking around the the Gentle Giant. My dad's with me on the on the on the Saturday because he lives in Tampa. He showed up and came with us, came with me, and I'm explaining the whole thing to him. He, he's fascinated. These are great. He goes, "You got to get the Lando." He goes, "I'll buy it for you." I said, All right. <laughs> I'm nice. like I'm like eight, I'm like free eighty bucks. Sure. And uh, so we go around to the corner and we go to the booth. And I've had my, my, my run-ins with, with uh, Gentle Giant um, employees in the past. Just, uh, you know, I know they get a little hangry with, the, with the, the exclusives and people running to the booth at C4 and things like that. Um, but she, the woman was just standing there very calmly at the, at the little desk there. And I said, do you, do you have any Lando? She's like, yeah, we got somewhere in today. And I said, great. There's no line, no nothing. This is like 1030 right after the, the doors had opened on Saturday. I said, do you, I said, but I see you get a keychain with that, right? She says, yeah, if you, if you buy one, you get a keychain. I said, great. I mean, one and get the, it's a, for those who don't know, it's a, yeah, but the stormtrooper, the, the stormtrooper, uh, uh, keychain is, uh, it's the, from the, uh, it's like a four inch size keychain of the blaster from the, the, the jumble, uh, stormtrooper. Anyway. Nice. So, uh, she goes, yeah, you get one with it. And I said, great. I said, and so I said, we'll take a Lando. And I said, uh, and so we get a keychain, right? And she says, uh, we're all out. I'm like, Okay, you just said that you, that you get one with it. She goes, yeah, you do get one when you buy something. We're all out. I'm like, it's Saturday. It, did you guys not have, like, an equal amount to the exclusives that you had? Or did you just not space them out? She goes, we sold out of them, like, late Thursday. And I'm like, okay, these are things we're kind of hyped online. And, you know, if you, buy, you have to buy something, and I totally get that, and that's fine. So I kind of griped about it later on Twitter, I think later that day, and just kind of say, you're kind of a fail on their part. And they engaged me on, on Twitter about uh, two days after the con, and it was about a 20, about a 20 post uh, healthy really? debate. I'll, I'll wow, call it. <laughs> healthy healthy debate on Twitter. If you go to if you go to twitter.com slash collect all 21, you scroll back a couple of days, you'll see it. And uh, my whole rationale was, if it's a giveaway with the exclusive, and you have so many exclusives, wouldn't it make sense you'd have a one-to-one ratio between absolutely your, yeah your keychains and your exclusive? Even if you were limited per day, you know don't you know she goes we don't they're like we don't know how many we're gonna sell. I'm like we'll have enough that you're to go with the ones you're gonna sell. When you sell out of the exclusive, you sell out of the keychains. It kind of makes sense. And uh, so after some jousting, uh, 
she asked me to uh, – sorry, he, the woman was there. Uh, was a she. I don't know who was online. But they asked me to send um, – PM them my uh, – or direct message them my address. And if they happen to find one, they will mail it to me, and I do not have to buy the Lando. Because actually what happened at the con was I didn't uh, – I actually said, well, yeah, you know, you, you really like the keychain. And I actually said, you know what, Dad, save your money. I'm going to pass on the Lando. And I said it right in front of her. She's like, you're not going to get one? I go, nope. Because I kind of was here on the promise that I'd get a little extra something, and I spent a lot of money with Gentle Giant this year, probably <laughs> upwards to $1,500. And I said, it would just be nice if, you know, you kind of make these things available the way you said. And she's like, okay. And she could care less. I mean, she, she, was <laughs> the normal, she was the normal experience I have gotten from Gentle Giant employees at celebration events. And didn't surprise me, and I'm like, that's even more reason why I'm not going to get the Lando. And uh, so that's, that's that. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I heard from the guy that they're not going to do a smiling Lando. So there is the only one Lando, at, you know, just so you know that. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to, to walk around their booth. I had a completely different experience with them. I'm not, I haven't stepped up my collecting to a level where I'm able to pay their prices yet. So I just, I tagged along with uh, Chris Hoth Ice Planet from the Sarlacc Pit podcast. He was doing an interview with them. And I just bumped into him. We went to have a cigarette. And he's like, you want to tag along? I was like, yeah, I'd love to tag along for an interview. Um, so I cannot remember the gentleman's name. And I feel really bad about this because when I gave him my card, he was like, oh, DBSW. I totally follow you. Uh, and uh, so I was he was a fan of the blog. So I was excited about that. But he gave us a full rundown of the, all their products and when things are coming out. And he showed he pulled out the rocket-firing Boba Fett and let us play with that for a few minutes. And, uh, um, yeah, he was he was really, really cool to talk to. And he's, he's a big fan too. So, I mean, he, it was fun to talk to him and find out about the whole process of, of all their toys. Um, so, so the rocket firing fit is going to be the second version of fit that we've, we've ever had or the third. I can't remember. I believe it's only uh, the second. Uh, yeah. Right. 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 And it'll be a full painted that- one. And it's the little J hook. Um, I'm th- I think you can see that in the picture. The one they had there was a prototype and they didn't, they didn't have the spring quite, quite right yet so we didn't really springy. yeah it wasn't as springy as you would like um and uh it was pretty funny because we were joking oh there's no hazard of you know that you would have to worry about with the smaller toys and but it, it it's funny it looks like a big fat stubby pencil uh that shoots out of, the, <laughs> out of his back it, it was really really cool uh and i enjoyed that i want to thank chris from the sarlacc pit podcast for letting me tag along that was that was great Unfortunately, I got distracted by Seth Green immediately after that, and I wandered off to follow him. And what uh, name drop are you? <laughs> uh, it was uh, that made my day getting to see Seth Green. Uh, um, yeah, but I'll, I'll talk about that later. That picture was epic. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll save it for later. The uh, the Boba Fett. I mean, that was one of the things that was announced early, and I am really happy now that I didn't spend the two and three and three hundred and fifty dollars on the Empire Strikes Back Fett mm-hmm. because I'm really hoping that the Rocket firing Boba Fett will be on a Star Wars card back, and if that's the case, yes, then I'm going yes. to. And I, you know, and all of a sudden, done, that'll I'm be much be better there. for your collection as well, fitting the whole theme too. Yes, exactly. See, you, you know right where I'm going. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> when all of a sudden 
done. You know, Gentle Giant, and that was the last post I put on Twitter. Gentle Giant is going to continue to get my money because they did, you know, take it as far as they could, and they are going to look for one for me, no guarantee. But it'd be nice to see something in the mail in maybe the next week or so. But I just ordered my R5D4 last night, and it's actually I didn't even see it available for sale, and I, I snagged it, and I used my thirty dollars coupon from being a Premier Guild member, and mm-hmm. it's all been cost fifty bucks. So. You know, I'm I'm back on board with them, but at the same time, I'm just not going to deal with them at the convention any longer because the people they hire, they just don't really have the people skills that they need to yeah. smooth for these kinds of situations. Well, I think yeah. when, when you've paid a fortune as well to go to one of these cons, and heaven knows for people like Seth Lord and I to travel all that way, I mean, we're talking minimum two and a half grand probably to get there yeah. and yeah. then to get Sherry service? Yeah. Mm, no, not going to be happy about that, but... uh. What about you, Seth Lord? Are you are you are we convincing you to maybe branch into these one day if you had the funds? You think? Uh, I'm 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 gonna branch into these one day anyway. I'm, I'm decided. <laughs> decided. Um, what, yep. When I don't know, but yeah, definitely I want to get a few of these. And I saw the the Gamorrean Guard that they announced um, just recently. Um, that's going to be coming out on the Power of the Force card with the uh, with the three inch coin. Yeah, that looks awesome, and that card back is just gorgeous. And something I want to say about these card backs too that I didn't realize until he showed it to me just now, uh, this last weekend was the uh, you can pull them out; they slide out of the case, and you can actually use you can pull the figure out and play with it, and then put it back when you're done, and still display them as if they were still on the bubble, which I thought was so cool because I'm an opener and I would rip it off the bubble honestly. the displays I've seen is Tom Burgess over at uh, I grew up Star Wars, Star Wars yeah. and he has the best um, display of these 12 inch. Uh, he put it with a, a vintage, uh, uh, what do you call it, display. And so the way he's done it up is really good. And that's how I found out that you could you could remove them from the packaging without damaging the packaging. And mm-hmm. I haven't done it yet. But I'm, I'm actually planning. Nice. What about you, uh, Chad? You into these? Too big for you? Oh yeah, <clears throat> no, I'm not into these. Uh, I think they're really cool, but they're 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 out of my wheelhouse as far. But I think uh, <laughs> I think Sean actually has the Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett, don't you, Sean? Yep. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean, you pride in get his any, voice there. Are you planning on getting any more, Sean? Are there any of these? The, the Rocket Farm one, I guess, will probably be one for you then. Um, I love these guys. Yeah. Excellent. Anything with an Empire Strikes Back card will, will be in my collection. I have the yeah. the, the Fett and the Stormtrooper, but uh, yeah, they're if you know if you like vintage at all, these bring back such good memories. And I mean, I, yeah, they are huge. And and I'm looking at I'm looking at them right now. Uh, you know, as I'm doing this podcast, and and they're worth a space in your collection, folks. Yeah. I just love yeah. mine. Yeah, yeah I agree. Agreed. It was really funny talking to the designer too, uh, or the, the guy who was in charge there that we had the interview with, because I complimented him saying, I love that you guys left the seam lines from the plastic molds, how they scaled up and all of that. Yeah. And he yeah. said, he said that was the hardest part about the whole thing. He says the factories in China wanted to file all of those down and we had to say, no, 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 no. And then when they got to the R2D2, they wanted the stickers to be a little bit yellowed. They wanted a couple of them to be wrinkled. Um, and the factories were like, we're making them all perfect and completely smooth. And the guys were like, no, 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 no. You have to mess them up a little bit because that's how they were. <laughs> it was really neat to hear that. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a total fan, uh, which I really appreciated. I think what is it? Is that who it is? Um, God, I really can't remember. I'll have to double check with Chris. But he uh, – 
Comic Con, uh, he was really good. Yeah, and he's he's got dark hair, and I think he I believe he has a goatee. Um, yep. Yeah, he was wearing a black yeah, shirt. Super super nice guy. Really enjoyed the whole experience. Yeah, he's a fan definitely. So I think there's, there's a Cantina Adventure set that Gentle Giant are talking about. I don't know whether that was at the show. Did anyone see that? This piece of cardboard, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if they have that out there or not. I didn't see it. No, I was kind of hoping. Actually, I went out looking for it, and they didn't have it at C6. Uh, they had it displayed, obviously, at Comic-Con. That's the first time I saw it. And mm. they had that contest. And I think it – I still – I want to try to verify. It's not just one that they're giving away. I did – thought they were i sorry i thought they were going to actually produce it and have it come out in december for purchase oh, okay uh, okay so anyway. but yeah they have cool okay so gentle gentlemen obviously we've got this rocket fire and boba fett uh, one which we were just looking talking about a minute ago so it looks rather cool i have to say and i think well the majority of us are wanting to buy the thing and i think one thing i've learned is buy these things quick as I did with the Stormtrooper and the Fett. Otherwise, the price just goes crazy. Boba Fett's still like 300 bucks, I think. Yeah, they were like 450 um, on the floor with a couple oh, of them yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah I, I saw like, I saw like uh, you know, even Lando's. It, it, you got get him a Gentle Giant for 80 bucks. I turned around and it's 150 at this other guy's booth. I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that really irritated me at C5 because I just walked out and there was somebody right beside me who was just, well, I'll go over here and buy it. And I was just like, it was almost double the price, and I was that really irritated me. Yeah, I hate scalping. <laughs> I just hate we, it. Um, our last podcast was actually we were Seth Lord and I uh, and another friend RC one six we were doing this as you guys were there, and we were watching eBay as, as things were happening, and it was yeah. literally as you guys were saying it was like one hundred and fifty for Lando, and we're like what it's seventy <laughs> bucks on the floor show, and so yeah, it's just scalping. But you're not there. Been. No, I'm sorry, I'm just yeah, like devil's advocate. Oh yeah, that's true. Hey, I think I got him into one at the right time real quick as in the spring I was able to kind of catch up on things that came out in the last year and just the appreciation from what I spent to now I, I spent about half of what they're going for on eBay now mm-hmm. uh, and I feel really good about that because it's it's just something that if they appreciate you know well enough then it, it's definitely another good investment from a vintage perspective and plus I get to look at them all day so that's awesome. <laughs> Well, there's another thing that was uh, causing collector mania at uh, the weekend, and uh, whilst there was lots of totty on the floor, if you guys know what that expression is in the U.S., there was little tiny tots that were being uh, causing kind of grown men to go nuts and run around and collect them all. <laughs> Mr. Gothrop, looking at you and maybe some others that were there. Um, so I just talked about, uh, uh, yeah, well, be- before, that. before we go to you, but we'll give you a break for one second. Chad and Tim, were you guys into these things, star tots? Well... Uh, they the only play I only got one because I I only went to one panel and that was the customizing panel, and uh, I thought it was cool, but uh, you know it's it's nothing like you know that I would you know chase after trying to get all of them, but they definitely were pretty neat. I, I mean they kept the uh, the vintage car design and they had like the you know the back looked like a I don't know if it was a twelve back or not, but I think it might have been, and and uh, they're they're pretty cool. I gave mine to my my little guy because, uh, I, you know, it, I I didn't have really anything else else to to bring him home, so I just gave it to him, and I just told him, oh, you can't open it, but there you go. <laughs> what a nice man. What about you, Tamer? Were you into these, given your kind of slate vintage? Nah, 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 they just didn't do it for me. I mean, I kind of felt about these, kind of like I feel about fighter pods. It's like, uh <laughs> Well, Kevin, you're all clear. <laughs> tell us, tell us the story. Well, you know, there's a couple of reasons. The I'll, I'll start really quick with 
I learned my lesson from the medallions at C4 because I love those things. And I went, that was the last celebration I was at. I got about half of them, a little less than half when I was there. And knowing what I know now, I would have loved to gone back and, and do what I did what I did to get these in such a short amount of time. Because it, it took me two years and close to almost $500 to complete the set. Even with Jeez. the case to hold them in for the, for the medallions. I, but I love them that much because it's so true to the vintage. That's cheap. Uh, yeah, a fortune. <laughs> I've got are. one, but I know. Yeah, anyway. No, no, they're they're great, and and they actually they're they're right next to the Star Tots now. So I kind of went at the Star Tots the same way, like you no know, having that that experience behind me. I really like them because I wanted my daughter to start enjoying Star Wars as much as I do in the collecting, and so um, that was something that I felt that she could relate to, and she's already seen them and she loves them. She's been looking at them and <laughs> holding them. And they really made it fun this year because they gave the display out that came with them. And, you know, it's 20 bucks for a piece of cardboard, so, so to speak. But, you know, building it in line while you're waiting for one of them, you know, it was like this is all coming together, like, really nicely from a, from a branding standpoint, which I also appreciate. Mm-hmm. The other part of it was I, I didn't have a lot of money to spend at this convention. Um, I had already kind of expended a lot of, of my finances with other trips and flights for other things. And, um, you know, I kind of had to focus on free free or minimal purchases. I maybe had like a $300 budget for the whole thing, and that's not a lot for something like this. No. And so and the collecting panels, which is what I love, and to want to learn things and kind of almost treat it like that's sort of the – that's sort of the industry side of the convention for me, almost like going to an, like an internet convention like South by Southwest or something where I can learn and take notes and expand the collection further. So to have these giveaways was a part of it. What happened was I was only there for two days, and I was really wanting to get these because I'm like, if I get it to trade or get extras, for, you know, my dad threw in his extras for trade, which really helped. And I said, I'd love to knock out a, a whole set of these before I leave because I don't want to deal with eBay after the fact. Mm-hmm. And we had drinks and a little bit of food on Friday night after I got there with some old friends, and they said this it's been crazy in the collecting panels. You know, you, you'd be lucky if you get maybe you know three or four of these things. You'll never get a set in two days. I'm like, okay, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was wheeling and dealing in line. I had my dad's extras. I was trading. I was. I, I think I was one of the first people who kind of was sort of working the line, and I would just walk down the line and hold it up and say, anybody need, you know, this extra? And they go, what do you got? What do you got? And we would trade, and I got a Stormtrooper right away, and I had, like, you know, after a couple panels on Saturday, I had six of these things. And I, I, missed- I saw him do this on Sunday, too. <laughs> we were standing there in line, and he suddenly was like, hang on a sec, as this kid goes walking by holding up a couple. He's like, hey, are you trading? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't need any of those. Thanks. And, like, goes on with our conversation. So, yeah, go ahead, Kevin. I just wanted to throw that in there. So now, I was kind of yeah, hang on a second. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, we're talking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there was a kid there who had a stack of them, and he had a, he had a lot of extras, but he was holding back. And this kid was smart. He was a little wily. <laughs> he wanted tips, and I want to save it for a portal gun. I'm like, what the hell is a portal gun? <laughs> you sound like such an old man seeing that kid. <laughs> I play Lego Star Wars. And so, uh, and so I said, well, how much is your portal gun? And I decided, I just started talking to him and he goes, it's $250. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot. Uh, that's like more than a console. So I said, what do you got there? I got a leg, I got a leg, a Luke. Okay, fine. I, so I, I did throw him a little extra money and I did pay for a few of them from him. I gave him like $30 for a leg cause nobody had it. Mm-hmm. And then I gave him 20 for some, and then we did some other trades. 
So basically, when all is said and done, out of pocket for the ones I didn't get, I probably spent about $150. But if you take that divided by all the ones I did not get from the panels and then the ones that I did, I probably... Yeah. Uh, that worked out well, and I got my set, and that was a good investment on my part because it would be a lot more than that on eBay. And I full set, got my full set, got my full set. Um, there you go. The man did it. He collected them all. So you, uh, all. So it wasn't 21. It was 12, wasn't it? It was uh, 20. Oh, 20. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Where's 21? conversation <laughs> <laughs> with the that I said there's got 21 Boba Fett flying around here and yeah. he said a good conversation he goes he goes we talked about that and he goes we think that this is going to come back in a future celebration and they're going to do an empire set and Boba Fett will definitely be in that set uh, okay gotta be there <laughs> um, I actually gave mine away I got because like Chad I only went to one panel um, I wasn't about to stand in line at my first convention so I just was so distracted anyway but I uh uh, I got the one. It was a little X-wing pilot. I was really stoked with that. But then I was the person I was hanging out with. Um, she had all these other souvenirs, and so I just dropped it in her bag. And she reminded me last night in a text message. She's like, "You know that toy you gave me is part of a set that's going for at least four hundred dollars right now." And I, and honestly, like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't. That's not my collecting thing. I'm not in this for the money. I think we said in the before we started the show, like they kind of reminded me of Beanie Babies, and I'm the type of person that wants to go around and cut the tags <laughs> off any Beanie Baby I see, just so that they can use them as a stuffed animal. Uh, but that's just me. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's all. We're just we're, we're seeing your dark side. Yeah, well, yeah, I've got one. And talking about the dark side, because uh, it's got a lot of uh, uh, well, the trailers. The first trailer I saw was uh, Darth and uh, the Emperor for Star Wars Detours. The robot chicken teams, uh, I think it was called Squishies at one point. Project mm-hmm. is um, kind of less than lukewarm reception online. Uh, it's not bad. It's um, I don't know thoughts around the table. What did you see it there? Any kind of panels with Seth and the others, or I didn't see it. I. You know, like I said, I'm a big fan of Seth Green. I'm a huge Robot Chicken fan, um, and I I saw all the bad flack this this was getting online, um, and I I I don't understand why. I personally love it. I've had you know I've seen comments of people like, oh, they're raping my childhood again, and I don't see that at all. I personally love this. I'm glad they've got the same cast as Robot Chicken. Um, I like the stylization of it, and I love the humor. Um, I think it's you know, two thumbs up for me at least. Cool. What about you, Kev? You were there when you saw it, or did you not have time? I, yeah, I was in a collecting panel line, of course. Um, no, but I, uh, I I watched it and uh, online after the fact, and I'm right. Wit said it better than I could ever say it um, for all the same reasons. I, it, it's, it made me laugh out loud, and I reposted it everywhere I could. Um, it, if I think the sustainability of Star Wars is when it can laugh at itself. And I think that they try to do things with uh, Family Guy and mm-hmm. with um, Robot Chicken. And I think that that's what sort of kept Star Wars cool in pop culture. Mm. And I think the more they can kind of keep laughing at itself while it puts out really good content that's on a serious level like Clone Wars, I think that that's a perfect balance. And I think the validation of that is when George Lucas was at the Seth Green panel on Saturday. Exactly. He was on, st- he was on stage giving it his stamp of approval. And I think that that 
can squelch any negativity that you know any healthy debate that's going online about it's uh you know it's not right or it's you know whatever it is what people or whatever people think i think it's hilarious mm-hmm. yeah sith lord you and i thought it was okay i think you were still of that mind weren't you yeah um i managed to watch one of the clips um since we last spoke about this um and the clip that i saw i actually quite liked um, the humour that I saw in that reminded me a little bit more of the robot chicken sort of stuff, um, and I liked what I liked that there, there, there was a small clip um, of the stormtroopers swinging across the chasm, yeah. and falling <laughs> on the floor, <laughs> on the sort of blue screen chasm, and I thought that was brilliant. So, oh yeah, the uh, matte painting joke, and ago. that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm willing. To, I'm a little bit more willing to give this a go now than I was at first. So yeah. we'll wait and see. And can anybody help me confirm, like, is this an online-only thing? Because I noticed when I went to their page on StarWars.com that they've got a bunch of short clips and episodes, and I was listening to the Star Wars Action News podcast on the way home, and I heard them mention something about an online-only thing. Does anybody know if if it's online, or is it going to be on Cartoon Network or something in the future? I think financially they're going to have to put it on some network, otherwise they're not going to make much return on what is probably expensive animation, but... Yeah, I don't know. I was Cartoon Network, but maybe is there any branding at the end of the clip as far as where they're going to air it? I haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked at it. I've been watching it on my iPhone, so it's hard to tell. But um. what, what about you, uh, uh, Jad? Any thoughts on on this, me or ye? Well, I just watched the clip and I tried to figure out how many different voices Seth MacFarlane did in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but uh, seriously, it's it's Star Wars. It's funny, so you know that's that's all good fun in my book. And and it seems like uh, this show is a little bit more kid friendly too, which is good. I can watch it with my kids. It doesn't seem like some of the robot chicken stuff. Eh, I don't know if I want my kids watching it, but uh, yeah, especially as a family one guy. Like one. A, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Tamer, what about you? Do you think this is um, uh, keeping a real Star Wars style, or is, is it raping your childhood? Uh, good intro, yeah, by the way. <laughs> I like that setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice setup there. Uh, nah, I mean, I think people forget. Hey, it's it's new Star Wars. I, I mean, I think we're 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 starting to get maybe too old or something, getting too picky, mm. getting too nostalgic or something. And I think this is going to be good to maybe get some new fans involved. You know, it's kind of you know cartoony. Maybe get some more kids around and. Uh, yeah, I was under the impression that it was going to be on some type of network too. Although, kind of googling it now, I can't find anything yet. But you know, hey, it's new Star Wars. That's that's you know, hey, that's yeah. a good point. And I, I think as Kevin said, the more we keep Star Wars in pop culture, modern culture today, the more chances are we get things that keeps Kevin happy, like and me, <laughs> the the, the uh, retro figures as well. So I mean, stuff like that probably right. would get made if Star Wars wasn't currently in our culture. Because yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. It's not in our culture, so yeah. Yeah, and it's nice to see new stuff coming up because after seeing some of the celebrities there at at Celebration, I mean, honestly, we're not going to have these celebrities around much longer. And uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm just putting that out there. And, you know, it's nice to see new people coming up like, like uh, you know, Seth Green and these as sort of Star Wars celebrities of sorts. And, uh, you know, especially what's his name? Uh, uh, Sam from the... Uh, 
Whitwer, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, mm-hmm. and James Arnold Taylor and stuff. It's really nice to have this whole new generation of ambassadors of sorts, you know, these celebrities that kids can look up to and things. And so it's, I think it's great, you know. It's keeping the torch up. Keeping it real. Well, look, just a tiny little break here, just uh, as a quick thanks to our sponsor, BigBadToyStore.com, and they have uh, their weekly What's Hot, What's New pre-orders, and What's Coming Down the Wire. A couple of cool things for uh, Star Wars in there, and look, feel free, guys, if you see anything, show you about it, but a couple of things that caught my eye was, um, God, these hot toys are just so damn addictive. Uh, there's a couple of cool ones in there. Wolverine's looking not too bad. For some reason, now BBTS are stocking Blu-rays as well. So if you've not got the Clone Wars uh, Season 4, you can get it from there or any of your local stores, I'm sure. But uh, there's some cool things on there. Some uh, A new, to me anyway, a Japanese toy line called Enterbay, which are producing some really badass kind of stuff and figures. Uh, Bruce Lee's the one that's there. We've got some Sideshow stuff, a Darth Malgus premium format. These things are absolutely huge. This quarter-scale figure, 20 inches tall on this guy. <laughs> So pretty mammoth. Um, but the one that I think we were talking about earlier on, guys, was the Clone Wars, the Wolf Pack. And we've got a bit of a picture on there. It's um, it's not that big, but you, the thing that I'm not too chuffed about, uh, Chad, we were talking about earlier on, is these are the kind of what I call the Crapito clones. They're basically hmm. no articulation or uh, nothing. Anyone getting excited about these, really? Yeah, apart from, were you still liking them? Well, uh, I think that um, it's. I can't really tell from the picture what the articulation is, but uh, I'm I'm imagining now on Sinker and Boost, it's probably the same as the regular Phase Two Clone Trooper. Does that sound about right to you? Yeah, it's it's basically the. Um, That's what I would guess. It's, com- it's kind of Commander Stone build. You can actually see it. It's the, the, the Phase Three Phase Two clone that came out in the Clone Wars line recently. Mm-hmm. So there's no ankle or t- no wrist articulation, no ankles. Uh, well, you know what I do with those? I just take my X-Acto blade and chop their feet off and take another clone trooper's uh, uh, feet <laughs> and drill a little hole and stick them in there, and they're, they're good to go. Uh, if you want, you and he does this in like a matter of five minutes, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not saw the movie. Just just, just fixing the figures, you know. Some of these toys that, that Hasbro makes aren't finished yet, so when I get them, I finish them up, you know, and... and uh, yeah, if you get yours, Steve, send them to me, and I'll I'll chop your feet off of your clone troopers and fix them up for you too. <laughs> that I got a little a couple... creepy there. I have to see. <laughs> no, no, no. If, if you yeah. see his well, finished he... work in person, it's it's I so worth it. It's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. He does that in a matter of a few minutes. And actually, Chad, that sounds like a great uh, segment for your guys' uh, podcast. You know, fixing the figure. And it's like you, you mentioned a figure that came out recently, and you're like, oh, I just did this and this, and it's so much better than it was Can't straight out of the package. Yeah, yeah, I actually did that. I got that, that Shredder figure from the Turtles, and I pulled him out. I was so excited to get the figure, and I pulled him out of the packaging, and he has these beautifully well-articulated hip uh, joints, and then nothing below, so not even a knee joint. And I said, what? Yeah. So I, I, I took my... Uh, I took my utility knife and I cut his legs off and uh, and then I cut his knee joint out and I took a an old uh, Gandalf from Lord of the Rings and cut his knee joints out and glued them on and he's good to go. So Does anybody you know, hear just... the Bionic Man soundtrack in the background while he's talking? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do now. <laughs> we can we can build them. We have the technology. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I, 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 I sh- go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go, go, go. 
I was just gonna say I, I took that shredder over it uh, to my brother-in-law's house. So I was playing, uh, you know, me and my me and my four-year-old playing turtles now, and and he uh, I showed it to him, and and I go, yeah, I had to fix his knees, and he looked at me, goes, oh my gosh, I never would have noticed that. <laughs> nice. No, you get some flawless stuff, definitely. That's for sure. Um, well, there's some other stuff there. I don't know whether you're into customizing or have the money to customize uh, Hot Toys, but one thing I, uh, I succumbed to was Catwoman in Hot Toys version. And uh, she is absolutely stunning, I have to say. So pretty darn amazing. Um, but uh, there you go. She's up at uh, Big Bad Toy Store as well. If you're into Transformers, there's plenty on there. And lots of rare Japanese stuff that I just I have no idea how to pronounce or say. But um, you name it, they've pretty much got it. So thanks to BigBadToyStore.com. So uh, next up to discuss is going back into Celebration 6. So what have we got next in the list? Well... Hasbro were one of the biggest uh, stands, I believe, out there. Please let me know whether that was right or wrong. But they certainly looked to be from the videos. They looked as if they had a huge-ass stand at the place. They had a pretty good spot. Yeah. I mean, they had bigger than than some of the others. Uh, I spent a lot of time hanging out at the Hallmark booth, and theirs was – it was like as if the Hallmark booth was like a quarter the size of the Hasbro. And so it's like they had a full one, and the other people would get like quarter or half-size ones. Um, But they definitely had a full-size booth. I do not get the fascination with Hallmark ornaments. I mean, your tree must be by now. If you're into Star Wars and Hallmark ornaments, your tree must be like on the ground broken because it's just. <laughs> I'm no. sure some people even have a tree just designated for just Star Wars at this point with the oh. amount of ornaments they've put out. I was hanging out there because. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Carner Jacks will love to hear that because he's. Uh, I know him through Instagram. He's part of the 501st, he's a Royal Guard. And uh, he he and his wife are the Hallmark vendors. They go to all the events and set up the booth there. Um, and so it was really nice to, like, I got to meet him. He was hella cool. And I had, like, a checkpoint. Every time I get there, get bored or distracted or something, I'd just stop by the Hallmark booth. And if he was there, we'd hang out for a few minutes. He'd be like, oh, I'll put on my suit and we'll go walk around for a little while. And uh, <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Well, just taking a look at the first uh, link we've got there, and apologies, Sith Lord, you and I went over this a little bit already, but... I want to go quickly around the table. If, if anyone's got any uh, kind of anything that's jumping out exciting to them, what, and then Kevin, and just back around the table again, any of these floating your boat, the movie heroes? The movie heroes? No. Um, no. In that first link? No, no, not at all. <laughs> Wait, which ones? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I have trouble clicking the links. Which one is this we're talking about uh, here? The one where it just says Hasbro 2013. We'll just, uh, I'll just retitle yeah. that movie heroes. Um, links, where are we? <laughs> Movie well, Heroes 2013 Wave 1, yeah. 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 And if it's really exciting, I think that's the most point of view. That jangle fit is a bit pretty yeah, that's, what I was, that's what I was going to say. I, I probably will pick up a couple of those for customs because his uh, his belt is fantastic for, yeah. for many, many uh, figures. There's mm-hmm. not really a, a figure you know out there that has a um, double holstered belt like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll you can modify it to take different kinds of pistols and whatnot. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good figure for customs. Um, plus I need another Django Fett because my last one I cut up for customs, so I don't have one, but I'll probably, <laughs> cut, the, I'll probably cut that one up too. So is the, is the soundtrack floating anyone's boat? I think Seth Lord and I were kind of like, eh, kind of maybe. Leaf blower trooper. Yeah, exactly. I, I I clicked on it to see what the little the big belt or the big hose was, but it's just to make his 
blaster light up, I'm guessing. I don't I don't know. I don't like any of the light up figures. I bought the Obi Wan figure so that I could take the head and put it on my vintage Obi Wan. Because uh, yep. I like the head sculpt better, but honestly, I, there's nothing in that line that does anything for me. I have to see that Obi Wan is craptastic. It's just the pets. Would, would you? Would any of you customizing guys, Chad and Tamer, would, would you even care about that one? Well, uh, the Obi Wan. The, the thing is, uh, with the figure, you know, the way that those movie heroes are, and they have that that feature in them, you can't really do a whole lot with yeah. them. I mean, a lot of a lot of those figures like that, if they're not articulated very well, or if they have those action features in them, you can't really do a whole lot for customs with them because um, the parts are, you know, they're 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 not usable. And the only thing that's usually usable is like what Wit said. Uh, you maybe sometimes you get a better head sculpt and you want to swap that out. That's good. I'm wondering what's up with Anakin and his like almost jet black. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jedi robes, like yeah. it almost looks like the concept figure which I wanted to get so badly and never could find a few years ago. Oh, yeah. I meant to bring that with me, Chad, because I want you to shorten the neck post on that figure for me. Because he has a stupid cape, oh. and if you take the cape off, his neck is too long. I wanted it, but what you showed me, I can actually do it myself now. So thank you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, movie heroes ain't doing it. I think by the rounds of the table and the silence from others. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll move on to more exciting figures. Which yeah, it's a little bitter because there's no more vintage. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, we're actually there is some vintage style figures coming up here, just in some of the galleries we'll take a look at. But next was on the list was Clone Wars, and that's a full gallery that's there. But if you scroll down to the bottom of the page when you get that gallery open, you'll see the last seven uh, uh, figures, I believe, are the new seven or eight figures are the new ones, starting off with the Darth Maul, the sister, uh, sister, the other uh, Talzin. Yes, thank you. And um, but really, we're getting another Obi Wan with another uh, kind of surprise expression and eyebrows. Um, a horrific Hulk Hogan mustache. A Hulk Hogan mustache. <laughs> <laughs> another Crapito clone with uh, no articulation, which is bugging me because he's quite cool in terms of paint, and he's got a jetpack and, and that kind of stuff. So, do we need another Anakin and Obi? I'm kind of sick of these. Mm. Oh, no. anybody excited of anything here? No. Oh, Darth Maul and Mother Talzin. I'm super excited for. I, I just. I do like the Night Sister. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that that Commander Cody, which is in that picture bank as well, there just at the end, is a really good Clone Wars figure. He's got ankles. He's he's got everything. He's actually not bad at all. But uh, they've decided not to use that body. I think. But. Um, I mean, I think if you're if you're a fan going back to the to the Barisalfi, uh, you know, the release of the theaters and things like that, and and you kind of seen it come to fruition now with Darth Maul. I mean, that's a that is a great three pack. And even if you like the the the, the sister, the the which sister, Night Sister, um, from the old Galaxy card set for the Tops put out, which is like sort of the first sketch of yeah yeah existence yeah existence of that. The, the the figure holds true to that sketch. Yeah, it and, does. Uh, mm-hmm. You know everything they've done in Clone Wars. So I mean, and I don't know if I'll buy it, but I respect it. And that's you know it's a it's there it's a nice set. Mm-hmm. I- I think the last two, and, and there's bigger pictures of me, the Darth Maul and uh, Armored Savage, which is still a badass-looking figure, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Maul, what's it like doing for... I mean, is everyone getting one here, pretty much? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'll, I will be the first in line to get mine, uh, that's for sure. I, I, I will have uh, the Mother Talzin and the Darth Maul figure. Yep. 
But I mean, he, he I noticed was... the Mother Talzin is actually up on eBay already, um, going loose on WS Toys for I think twenty dollars. She's loose. Um, minus <laughs> the weapons, though. Minus the weapons. So it's maybe one of the Chinese sellers, maybe or yeah, factory WS sellers. Yeah, WS Toys is basically oh, the new yeah, Tungori. Yeah, yeah. mm, Tungori, we miss you. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> Well, he used to get stuff we would never get. Yeah, it's you're only right. thanks to some loose sellers now on eBay and full of dark side that we can actually get these things. But never mind. So the, the Darth Maul there, I mean, he's got incredibly good articulation. It seems in the legs, and he's actually got ankle articulation as well, which amazes me. But it's a really quite a cool looking figure, which again blows my mind why Hasbro can't do it with some other figures they release, aka the last Rex and the last Wolf, um, which is good in some ways. But yeah, but. Um, he just anyway. seems very expressionless, though. It's it's like everything you see in the Clone Wars with him right now. He's angry and it's stern. He's kind of like, like he's posing for like some museum. <laughs> it's, it's it's very much the Kramer. It feels very the Kramer that is Darth Maul. <laughs> it's very true. Okay, well let's Clone Wars. Different oh, as well listen. about that um, that Darth Maul pic, uh, figure that's pictured down at the bottom. Um, the head on that one just looks totally different to the one that's coming in the pack. It so is. This is getting me wondering whether there's do whether they're doing this, this sort of a single carded release that's going to be better than the one in the pack, mm-hmm. and then they're going to make you go out and buy the single one as well as the one that's in the set. So that sounds like Hasbro. Yeah. Well, maybe the next set will uh, float more of uh, Kevin's boat with the uh, the legacy and the bad stuff that's there. And again, that's a, a slightly older library there. But um, if you look at the last three rows of figures, that's the kind of ones, the last uh, nearly four rows of figures, I said, that's the figures w- that has been revealed. So we've got um, TIE Pilot, E-Wing Pilot. We've got another, I don't know why uh, Biggs is back with that old crappy body. Sith Lord and I moaned about this the last time we spoke. I heard something uh, recently that the, he's they're actually changing that. That's just a prototype picture, and there is he's coming oh, okay. back with a taller body or something. Well, that'd be good. Yeah. That's uh, the only thing I've heard. Um, that and Mara Jade's supposed to get some cool accessories that aren't pictured or something. Um, but I'm just looking at the Mara Jade for the first time, and that's pretty sweet. Do you think? I think, I think so. Just a little... The hair's a little much, but at the same time, like it's better than any Mara Jade we've ever seen. True, true, true. Cool blaster. Yeah, loving the cool loving boots. the clones. Cool boots. Um, I, the Rex to me, I think, I think has to be probably the best looking figure in a size proportion, kind of the sideshow Sith Lord, as you and I mentioned, mm. the sideshow yep. version of it in scale. But uh, anybody else, any major raves, rants, want to talk about any of these? The Bespin, what, what did you call it? The we called it the Prawn Cracker Hand, uh, Prawn Cracker Darth yeah. Vader with the yeah. <laughs> With the giant prone cracker. Giant prone cracker, yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, for me, it's, uh, I'm, I'm really outnumbered here because I'm probably the only one here who's not a loose collector. So uh-huh. I'm going to reserve my comments and uh, not get in trouble. But Hasbro, call me when you bring back the vintage card backs. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, some of these would look amazing on vintage card backs. But, I mean, isn't that the point there that, Kevin, some of these figures you may not get to see for potentially, well, Maybe never again, but uh, wouldn't you want to collect some of these and maybe make some vintage card backs? I.e. the Yavin ceremony look kind of thing. You know, it, that's that's a good point. You know, it, it's it's that's my whole collect the all twenty one. When I'm if I don't get the figure I want on a vintage card back, then I get the loose figure and put it on my own design vintage card back because exactly. I'm still, 
I'm not, I, you know, I, I want to say this real quick. I admire everyone on this podcast who is doing 3D customizing, sculpting. You know, the customizing panel was probably one of the most, like, jaw-dropping ones I've, I was at over C6 because nice. I'm just I'm not a 3D guy. Uh, I'm a 2D guy as far as, you know, my background in design. I'm, I've always been a 2D designer, so I have the utmost respect for anybody who sculpts and, you know, just builds these things up. So, you know, kudos to everybody here because I, I'm in high admiring of, of what's going on. And, you know, I'd like to get into photography a little bit more, like with my photography, like what, what, what does, because I think that he takes a little bit of everything and, and brings it all together into the right shots. Um, that said, you know, the, the it's a good point, Stephen. The, the Yavin Luke, I should probably look at that a little closer because I'm actually going to do one of those as part of my Collect All 21 Series 1. And this might be a better figure to use, even though I already have the one from the 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, even the E-Wing pilot. Not that often you're going to see that guy um, or that astromech or whatever, but, yeah, it depends. But definitely I thought the Yavin Ceremony look, which is looking good, I have to say. It's way better than the one they had before. So uh... It's your third one now because since Power of the Force 2 and then... <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's true. This one, so... Yeah, I should probably give credit where credit is due and, and, and maybe put the right sculpts off. However, I'm going to put my foot down in my little conversation today. Object part of the Force, sorry, part of the Jedi is much more accurate than the, the pilot said. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> but it won't fit in the new X-Wings. We've already covered that on this podcast, yeah. but you weren't here for that. But he definitely doesn't look like he, uh, that we had him at Bacon like uh, today on Facebook. Did you guys, you yeah. saw that? Yeah. The girl, that picture actually, and I'm like, good for her. I've never seen that one before. <laughs> there you go. Well, look, fighter pods may be an interesting time. I don't think anyone's too super excited. Did anybody raise their hand? Give yeah. a shout, Sean. Fighter pods. Sean. Sean. Yeah, you can leave me out of that one. Yeah. I yeah. So. <laughs> well, we talked about this. We I did see kids going ones. nuts for them, though. They were they were freaking out when Hasbro threw out a whole bunch and was like, you can keep whatever's out there, and kids were going crazy for them. I think Hasbro are in love with these things because they're so cheap to make. I yeah, just, I bet. Squidgy <laughs> little bit of plastic. Kitching, it's just, yeah. Uh, no they were even showing off the sculpts of them. With the, the sculptor had his head sculpts up there, and then down at the bottom he had a couple of the sculpts of the fighter pods. I'm like, oh, geez, like, we really want to see the sculpts <laughs> of the fighter pods. But they're well, cute. I think, that, oh, I think the thing that was uh, really funny, if you guys can remember the, uh, the Hasbro Q&A session back at SDCC, they asked about oh, how excited everybody was for the fighter pods and Okay, back to this. these new vehicles that we're trying to talk about that are small size at the $20 price point that yeah. stink. <laughs> yeah. Why do well, they, well, they stink? They're just, I don't know. I mean, I guess from a customizing standpoint, staying true scale and it's like it's like that slave one they have out now where the glass seems like it's just tended so you can't see that the, the you know the figure in it is just kind of up against it yeah it's so it's tiny it's so tiny i mean i i was shocked when i saw it in person the only one that i'm excited about in that line is the uh the little walker uh just because i want to pick up a couple of those things um Oh, I want to get the the Yoda Starfighter though. That thing is so cool to me. I don't know why. It's just like it's like the perfect size for Yoda. True, true. I, to me, it just looks like the uh, the little like they had the the Starfighters a couple of years ago that like shot off and they broke into two pieces. And this looks like half of that mm-hmm. set to me. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you I like how on the, the the droid is there, but the wing is like nowhere near thick enough to have <laughs> a full astro droid. But at the same time, they still did it. It's kind of funny to me. I don't know why. I did read a cool thing last night that the uh, the droid build a droid uh, heads from the droids. You can actually swap them with those heads on on the new starfighters that are coming out. So if you wanted to put a different droid head on, you could. Ooh. That's right. cool. Just looking at that picture of the Yoda Starfighter, if you have a look at it, it's actually the vintage uh, Yoda with a really grumpy face, but actually a very good-looking uh, mold on that head. I heard the headset is sculpted onto him, though. Yeah, it is, which is yeah. a bit of a bummer, but um, he's got a cool little dressing gown. He's looking up a little bit like Hugh Hefner there. He's kind of, uh... <laughs> so, so are you going to get the Yoda with the Starfighter? Is you do, yes. yeah. To, to you get a good guy and a bad guy with each... With each uh, set, yeah. Oh, okay. but they didn't show what comes with the Slave One. That's what I want to know. That's a good point. I don't think it came with. Huh. No, it doesn't come with any figures. The first three don't come it with doesn't? anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, first, first three are on their own. And that thing is really Slave tiny. <laughs> Just telling you for somebody who saw it in person, it's really tiny. It is very small. Yeah. Yeah, very small. I got the impression that they just re-released the 2002 sort of Slave One. Um, no, it's even smaller. Of I've been reading. I've never seen this mold before. It's super tiny. This is all new. Yeah, it's, it's all, all new. new. That's going to be tiny then. It's really tiny. Wow. Yeah, a figure standing next to it is taller than it, like head and shoulders above the Slave One standing next to it. Really? Yeah. Wow, wow. that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole thing of, like, I know they want to bring the price point down. I had a whole conversation on the shuttle back to the airport with uh, one of the staff members from Star Wars Action News, and... The whole, I think it's called Stage 1 and Stage 2 Vehicles. Is that what they're calling it now? Yeah, they, gave it, so. they gave it a name. And the rationale for it, it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's almost like if you if you really like a, a, a vehicle, and I know maybe it's not selling that well, you know, do you really scale things down to, to accommodate a price point when it kind of breaks the entire scale of the line? I mean, that, to me, it just seems like they're putting sales before you know just integrity as far as just from a scale standpoint just mm-hmm. from a standpoint but i mean maybe i shouldn't be surprised it is a big you know corporate toy company so yeah i, don't know. I guess I, i'm i'm sort of on the fence with this scaling down business because for me this is depending what vehicles you decide to do this is a great move because i've got zero space <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> that is a good point well yeah, it will look good hanging from your ceiling or something like that as a display, but the problem is, is its scale compared to any other starship is way out of proportion. Yeah. Well, I think whenever we saw the Slave 1, one of the comments that seemed to come up everywhere on every forum and every site was, where the hell is the Slave 1 big-ass with Boba Fett? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Sith Lord, you, you I did hear somebody yeah. talking about they will, that they had talked to Hasbro and somebody had slipped it that they were going to repaint it for, for next yeah, year. That- I heard. Yeah, that, that I could have swore I heard that somewhere. That was Spry. Yeah, it was yeah I think it was Spry Walker. Yeah, because he was he got to talk to him. That's right. Yeah, well, we, that's why I figured the big silhouette was at the end of the Hasbro presentation. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You made a good big silhouette that was coming next year. Yeah, and no sand crawler. They confirmed that. We have to look to Diorama Workshop to get a full scale sand crawler. Hmm. They, they hinted literally at the last, I think it was at Comic-Con, one of the pieces of Q&A that came back was that um, uh, in 2012 it was, you'll get a large-scale uh, original trilogy vehicle. And we've yet to see it. 
Um, so maybe that was, I don't know. I bet they're talking people... about the Millennium Falcon. I bet they just blew that out of proportion. Yeah. The re-release. Yeah. Oh, well, um, we move on, and uh, one other thing. Uh, well, was there any of the Hasbro news any of you guys picked up for you? Were there anything interesting tidbits before we move on? No, I just got to talk to him a little bit in person and see the new Royal Guard, the new speeder bike, and then the MTT tank or whatever. Yep. I got to see those in person and have them demo it for me. Um, and that was cool. It was really neat to see and talk to the guys who had sculpted them. Um, the tank, you know... A, I'm a little bit more sold on it after seeing it in person. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna wait and see if they mark it down like they did the Republic Shuttle on Amazon and see if I can get it for like thirty bucks um, yep. versus 120. Um, but the uh, the speeder bikes, like I I honestly can't wait for those. And the Royal Guard with the accessories and everything he comes with, like that's gonna be a mm-hmm. sweet figure. I, you know, I've I've already ordered a case. Plus, I picked up a loose one on Amazon. I don't know if they're available anymore, but they were selling individual figures, and I managed to pick up one. Uh, so yep. I, I will get two Royal Guards whenever they come out. Definitely. Yeah, that's a good move. That's definitely a good move. I got my picture taken on a vintage card back, so I've been immortalized. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is it the I did, I did Darth Vader one? Yeah, the Darth Vader one. And uh, I was wearing my chewy man purse, which I got more questions about that. <laughs> you made a great point when you said that they weren't selling that at Think Geek, and you got on their case about it because of all the questions you get about it. I could I, I could have sold them twelve of them, you know, for small commission, and totally. The, the traffic over and I walked to the booth and I go how are you guys not selling these I've got about 15 people asking me about it we read out we didn't take a break and I'm like ah it's it's the only way to get away with a man purse at a con in my opinion yeah man back man back oh, man sack there we go yeah now your bandolier Shackle. across your chest that was awesome Indiana Jones wears <laughs> yeah <laughs> What about uh, you two guys, the, the customizing posse? Uh, anything that Hasbro uh, – well, sorry, one of you wasn't there. I know that. But uh, uh, in terms of anything that you even read or saw uh, about C6, either offline or, or at the place, anything that you picked up from Hasbro or anything else you thought was interesting? Chad and T. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, I'll go first, Chad, if you don't mind. Uh, That's fine, yeah. I don't, I don't know if uh, you guys happened to check out the, the Q&A session that uh, we did with Hasbro while we were down there. But, uh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, – I'll have to shoot you a link. But I guess the thing that uh, I thought was really interesting besides that hint about, you know, the Empire Strikes Back Slave 1 uh, was the fact that they were kind of gung-ho about uh, Republic commandos and, and getting more out there. I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, – also, uh, we ask a uh, an articulation question. You know, we we already talked briefly about it on the show just a little bit ago, and I got the sense that as far as the Clone Wars was concerned, they're they're uh, kind of stepping back from articulation there, mm. but uh, perhaps stepping it up a bit with the what they're calling the Legacy Collection Two now is what they they said a few times while we you know did our Q and A session. But uh, even thinking about perhaps uh, uh, standardizing some some neck nubs and, and things of that nature, so customizers that you know are kind of like me, you know, uh, kind of uh, exacto knife challenge, not like Chad, but you know can bowl and pop and and piece some things together. I think yeah, that was pretty good news too. So yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you guys asked that question. 
That was, thank you for asking that question. That as a simple customizer like yourself, I totally feel your pain on that one. You know, standardized neck posts for the, for the people. Yeah. Excellent. What about you, um, uh, Chad, what, what did you think of anything from else from a Hasbro that was kind of getting your customization stuff going? Oh yeah, well all of it. I mean, I, I pretty much look at any figure or you know, not not so much vehicles. I don't I don't do too much. Are uh, for me, um, you know, for me the the things that I look at mostly in what Hasbro put out this year for at celebration are the clone troopers because. Uh, those are what I use a lot, and that super articulated body is, is perfect for pretty much doing whatever you want. In fact, even take that that body and, and sand it down and make something that's totally not a clone out of it. So, um, there it's all it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. But the the, the with with customizing, it's always articulation that, that you you look to build. A figure has the articulation that you want, so you kind of always think around that. Anything that's got ball jointed hips and ankles and all that stuff is is going to be good for a for a custom. And the other thing that's a big deal is any female figure that comes out is always, <laughs> especially for me, uh, you know, really high on the list because they're usually short packed. Mm. And um, the the females that Hasbro's been turning out, whether they're uh, they're Star Wars or or Marvel Universe figures, uh, have been really good lately. I'm really excited for that Padme figure for just for herself, mm-hmm. but also um, because she's uh, she's got a really good looks like she's got a really good uh, well articulated body. And uh, another one that that's good that's been out, but they I'm hoping to see it again a couple times is that Ayla Sakura. Um, yeah, that, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. She is a fantastic figure, fantastic figure. I mean, and and for customs, uh, any female. Um, that that's like the perfect body to use because if you want to you know you want to make a really good well articulated female whether it be mandalorian or mercenary or whatever that's the body to do it with so i actually really. followed uh, sith fire 30s advice when he he mentioned he picked up a few of the scarlet figures from the gi joe renegades line and said that they were good ones to mm-hmm. start with and i I saw those a couple of days later and picked up three of them. Just they're just sitting in the background, you know. As soon as I get ready to start dremeling down, and if I ever want to make a female figure, they're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a good one, definitely. And uh, I actually got a couple of those myself that I have plans for that I haven't just uh, just haven't gotten to them either. So there's a pretty good. Um, I was just talking to my friend at Dorkside, our friend at Dorkside Toys the other day. He was kind of getting super excited as well about the um, the Avengers figure that's just rolled into stock, the Black Widow, which is a really super customizable, uh, articulated figure as well. I mean, pop that head off and put on Mara Jade, put on Padme, whatever you want to call it. It's it's a really yeah, uh, she's already a redhead. Figure. She could already be Mara Jade. Just give her a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah, you're, I you're actually. I actually just found found one of those the other day on on at my Toys R Us Friday and and um, uh, grabbed it and already a guy offered me twenty bucks for it so I already sold it uh, that that's not been the easiest figure to find no. uh, and I and I doubt for you especially you know over in Australia it's probably been even harder to find if at all you know zero <laughs> <laughs> retail just doesn't yeah. exist here you just yeah it's just yeah oh man that's kangaroo stuff yeah. Much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's just retail sucks over here. For for toys, it's just yeah. Don't, don't get me started. Don't 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 don't. Yeah. don't, don't, don't. 
but uh, but it, it, look, half the stuff we buy online anyway, and um, we're, we're huge internet uh, uh, shoppers here, and yeah, so it makes uh, perfect sense for us to buy this stuff online. Well, uh, toy-wise, that, I think, is wrapping that part up. But a couple of other uh, big announcements they kept. Pretty much the, the last, I believe, on, on the Sunday uh, was... Um, it was no seriously stuff. the last minute. Like, they announced, they're it like, was, it is it? now closed, blah, 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 blah. By the way, and then they announced <laughs> this. So go ahead and announce these. No, well, look, Star Wars 3D continues. And I have to say, after the Sith Lord and I absolutely ripped this review of Phantom <laughs> Menace, a new orifice, I think... Um, it was so awful over here in Australia and the UK in terms of people turning up to the Phantom Medicine 3D, but Attack of the Clones and Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, will come back in 3D this year. Oh, sorry, next year. My apologies. What, from, you were there. Let's go around the table again. Thoughts? Opinions? Go like I it. said, it was, you know, I was out there wandering around. I was kind of done. You know, I was ready. I was tired. Uh, it had been a long weekend, and then suddenly the announcement comes over. You know, Celebration 6 is now closed, blah, 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 blah. And they said a few things, and they're like, by the way, and they announced, you know, 3D and for Episodes 2 and 3, and they announced Celebration 2 for Europe. Um, and uh, and then they said to get to the nearest, you know, exit and get the hell out of here, basically. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was, uh, you know, it was <laughs> it was rather anticlimactic. Uh, and uh, I didn't it didn't really sink into me until later. I mean... Immediately, I was like, oh, sweet, another celebration. Crap, it's in Europe. i got to figure out some way to get to yeah. Europe now. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I, You know, I, I love theatrical releases. Um, I think Episode 2 and 3 will be fun in 3D, even though I'm not a big fan of 3D. And sure. who knows about Europe? You know, hopefully I'll see you guys there, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about that in a minute, definitely. Yeah. But, uh, Kevin, what are you hot or not for, for Episode 2 and 3 in 3D? You know, for a long time, I was really worried if they were even going to have it. Um, yeah. I had not had an official confirmation, and people were like, well, they're going to definitely do it, and they've shown footage, and I said, okay, well, when I, I'll believe it when I hear it. But for me, I have a, a special notch for this, because even though I was not impressed with the 3D of The Phantom Menace, sure. um, I, I got to take my daughter uh, to see it in the theater uh, at the exact same age that I was when I saw Star Wars for oh, the cool. first time. And so she's now growing up, you know, watching these movies for the first time, even though it's the prequels, mm-hmm. that's the same age that I was. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm seeing the whole thing through th- through her eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's tried to watch Attack of the Clones a couple times, and she's not really. Uh, so maybe as, you know, maybe by next year when she's eight years old, when this comes out, she'll, she'll appreciate it. You know, like she'll want to, you know, get into it a little bit more than she is. But, um you know, she. I have this fascination with stormtroopers. She is now building an R two an R two collection. She loves R two D two. So it's it's nice for us to kind of have this together. Like with my dad and I growing up, it was baseball because he loved it. But you know, this is something we're both loving. And mm. to see him in the theater for the first time for her on the big screen, I think is is working out kind of perfectly. You know, so I that's nice. that's my little nod to it. Uh, other than that, as long as the three D is better. I do have a theory. I think that it was supposed to come out a lot earlier than it was supposed to, and I think they had to go back and make do a better job on the 3D, which is why it's taking so long. <laughs> and so because it was not, there was nothing that was eye popping in the last one, and I think they yeah. they want to go back and they want to do it right. And maybe there's been some 
advances with 3D that allowed them to do this. But, um, you know, they're doing the back-to-back thing and everything like that. I don't really understand why they're doing that. But I'm sure there's going to be some sort of toy or merchandising or marketing around it where, you know, both movies, you know, screenings. And I'm sure that there's a reason why they're coming out within 30 days of each other, almost like the special editions back in 97. Yeah. Mr. Sith Lord, what about you? Excited? Um, Yeah, more so for three than two. Um, I'm not particularly i mean i've I've got i've just got this feeling that episode two is just going to be exactly the same sort of let down that episode one was uh-huh. um mainly due to just the just the amount of visual sort of goings on in the film i mean with episode three you've got that awesome opening scene with the battle of corazon and you've got the the starfighters flying around and yeah i can't wait Star for that either at the beginning and stuff that's going to be awesome in 3d and final duel of course as well so all that stuff all that sort of stuff visual stuff i'm really excited for it's just the i think the films that rely more on the story than the visual side of things i think are going to be a bit of a letdown in 3d but once we get into sort of episode three and the original trilogy i think that's when business is going to pick up (laughs) what about you uh chad what's your thoughts oh i'm excited for both of them uh i i enjoyed the attack of the clones when it was uh first uh, released yeah, I, I i of course uh, appreciate the original trilogy uh movies a little bit more because that's what i grew up with but i do enjoy i really am excited to see the uh the battle between Django fed and obi-wan in 3d and also mm. the the uh battle of geonosis uh i i really like that especially the part where yoda comes in with the clones and and kind of saves everybody's neck Hmm. Um, good point. And uh, Revenge of the Sith. I, I, there's so many things in Revenge of the Sith that I enjoy. There's a lot of things I don't enjoy. That could have been such a better movie, but I think in 3D, things like the uh, the uh, the beginning scene, which is probably my favorite part of the whole movie, and mm-hmm. and some of the other parts in there, uh, will excite it. And, and they're coming out again in the theater, so you know. Yeah, I mean, I need more toys. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I heard they show that opening scene uh, at panel, uh, or sorry, at the closing ceremonies in 3D, or at one of the, sorry, one of the 3D panels or one of the 3D uh, events. Uh, did oh anybody man! Oh really? Yeah, Not me. They, they showed at least half of it, from what I heard, in 3D. In- People said it looked really good. Oh wow! Okay. Cool. Yeah, there were 3D. There were 3D scenes shown um, in a separate room uh, throughout uh, Saturday and Sunday. There you go. What about you, Tamer? What's your thoughts? Were you one of the people who are going to get excited about this or not too bothered? Hey, it's always a good year when there's new Star Wars in the theater. True. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm kinda, I kind of like you hinted at, uh, uh, Fly Guy, there was the fact that, hey, more toys, more Star Wars toys on the page. <laughs> it's a movie year. But I'm leery in the fact that let's not do it like we did the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll second that. Good point. Uh, yeah, they we're, we're still seeing some of those waves clifting around, which is yeah, it's pretty bad. I know, I know. I saw them uh, marked down as low as $3 a figure there at Celebration what? 3 on the card. Uh, funnily enough, I, I'm actually going back, and this is all Kevin's fault. I'll blame him. Uh, but uh, I, I'm going back now to um, it is you vintage person. You made me go back and do all vintage stuff. And um, trying to get some of the older figures like Leah. Bespin Leia uh, or Hoth Leia and um, I should say and 3PO for example they're all going for 40 and 50 bucks yeah I heard about that recently and I didn't even know this because you know I guess I just take it for granted because 
I was excited when they first came out. I got them a whole month early. Somebody put them on a Toys R Us like in June of that, you know, 2010. Yeah. And I the whole line, and I, you know, kind of in retrospect, I wish I would have bought at least a couple more to at least be able to facilitate people who needed them because I would not never charge that much for them for mm-hmm. collectors. You know, I, you know me, I give them away. <laughs> but the whole thing is, is that it is I had no idea, and it's so sporadic within the old lines which ones. Are more uh, are harder to find than others, and then I was shocked when I heard about the T3PO and. Oh, I see. Well, you can actually pick these guys up loose pretty reasonably for you know anywhere up to fifteen bucks. You can get them. The lay is particularly cheap, but carded vintage. Oh boy. Yes. Um, so there are two that I've tried to track down, but well, there you go. If you, if anyone comes across one, let me know. But. Um, Yes. Uh, one other big thing is, is what mentioned the announcement was made there, and I'm already going, and Settler's going. This <laughs> is going to Celebration Europe. Two. Celebration two. Um, you thinking about it? What? You, you kind of. I'd love to. I mean, personally, I've never been to Europe. And, I mean, God, what better way to do it than, you know, go and either end the trip or have it in the middle or at the beginning. I mean, whatever. Star Wars in Europe? Hell yeah. I'd love yeah. to do it. I'll save your pennies. Yeah. Um, what about you, Kevin? You want to take your daughter to Europe for a trip next year? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, it's tempting. It's it's, it's very interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could if I could sleep well at night knowing that I went all the way to Europe first. I like to mention it, it, it's one of those other things that you know, like braces or <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, you know what? My, my girlfriend is is getting more and more interested in the hobby, and you know, kudos to her because she she. We, if any of you have seen Fever Pitch in the states, um, Star Wars is my bag of hair, and she. <laughs> it's the whole story behind it, but she finds out you know that that you know you're into more of the hobby than they think you are, and she kind of saw that in me this past weekend. And so, you know, who knows? Maybe she might. We could turn it into a, a European excursion and. Uh, and do a little bit of uh, Star Wars and uh, get her out of the States for once. It might, it might work out. You never know. I suddenly it's, have the National uh, Lampoon's European vacation theme playing in my head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, know, I, I don't know if there was anyone on the call who made it to Celebration Europe the first time. I did, but no. anyone? No? No? Oh. I think Stunning. Steve, I think Slithor is still in diapers. <laughs> 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 um, you you didn't make it at all, did you, to Celebration Europe, Steve? No, I didn't manage to. I, I, it was like around 2007, I think it was, when uh, when it was down in London, and it was around that time that I was just getting back into the hobby, so I completely missed it. Um, so I'm going to be damned if it's another five years before. The chances of me, the chances of me getting abroad and going to Celebration Seven in like Orlando or something are pretty slim. Um, it's too- so, but 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 holding it in Germany, you know, it's it's, it's only across the road, really. Yeah. Um, so so hopefully, you know, like I said, I'll be able to make it to this one because I don't want to I don't want to be waiting around another five six years before there's another Star Wars convention just around the corner from me. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to try my best to make this one for definite. Cool. Chad, what about you guys? Is that something you think you could do, Europe or too far? No, yeah, it's probably a little too far. I'd love to go to Europe, like uh, Wit was saying, and go to uh, Star Wars. I wouldn't have any problem saying that I went to Europe for a Star Wars convention, but uh, it's probably uh, not at this time. Cool. What about you, Tamer? 
Uh, I'll talk Chad into going. We'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that attitude. I love that. Fantastic. Yeah, he probably will. <laughs> <laughs> really have to twist your arm, I bet. That's awesome. Well, it, it's it's good to see that they're definitely doing a kind of worldwide thing as well. Because uh, uh, as much as it's awesome, you guys get the you know the celebration a lot of the times in the U.S. It kind of does suck. The rest of the world doesn't get much. So it'd be good to uh, to get that again. Sorry, was someone going to say something? I interrupted somebody. I was just about to say, like, I I'm glad they're sharing the it around too, because I mean, honestly, I I've never been to a convention before, a full scale one like this, and this was just one of the best weekends of my entire life. Like, I uh, you know, yeah. I I hope that everybody gets a chance to do something like this if you're a Star Wars fan at some point or another. Definitely. Well, I think Seth Lord and I have been constantly messaging back and forth. When are we going? When are we going? Booking hotels. <laughs> so we're, yeah, definitely. I think this is this is one I've already planned it. And um, yes, we're going. Damn it, we're going. Because the first one in London was uh, fantastic, I have to say. It was really good. So uh, I'd love to relive that again, which is good. And um, look, that's, well, one other thing, just what you mentioned, as I say, you were, you were hanging out with a robot chicken posse. Yeah, right. Uh, you, no, I saw him. <laughs> I literally saw him. And then I, uh, I, I was stepping outside to have a cigarette, and as I was coming down the escalator, I saw Seth Green off to the side hiding behind one of the big beams that were in the main lobby there and uh, below the floating Death Star beach ball I'm sure everybody has seen. Um, and I saw him, so I was like, i got to go get a picture uh, if I can because uh, I was just lurking earlier. And uh, so I walk up. He's on the phone. He's got some big guy standing there with him, and... So I had my, my Don Johnson Miami Vice Stormtrooper suit with me on, on Friday. Um, and uh, and so I walk up to the big guy standing next to him, and I was like, hey, when he gets off the phone, do you think I could possibly get a picture with him? And the big guy started to shake his head and was about to say no. And Seth Green holds the phone away and was like, it's the Don Johnson Stormtrooper. I'm taking a picture. And so, like, <laughs> like that just made my day. And so, yeah, he gets off the phone and he takes a picture. And I gave him one of my business cards and sticks it in his pocket and, like, walks off. Like, that That just made That's my awesome. day right there. Um, Fantastic. And I, I got to recommend to anybody, like – you know, I, I went super simple. I bought a, a helmet from EFX off of Amazon, and I bought a white linen suit and wore a blue T-shirt. And I felt like a freaking celebrity all day long. Like, people were stopping me to take pictures. Um, you know, dress up. It's so much fun. Um, even if it's just simple, uh, you know, try to be creative with it and something do something original. And uh, although I have to say, if you're going to wear a helmet put a freaking fan in it i would walk around i'd get about <laughs> five ten minutes or so and my my lenses would be so fogged up that i would duck into the bathroom and like towel off with paper towels and wipe off the lenses of the helmet and be like okay i got another <laughs> 20 minutes or so before i have to do this again uh but it was oh, awesome dear. it was so much fun I, I like Kevin's style of the the bandolier and the man bag. That's that's as far as I want to go. Quite frankly, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta be practical. You gotta be practical. Yeah, practicality is one thing. I, was, I bumped into one guy who I was, was dressed as Beaker uh, from the Muppets as a sand trooper, and I saw him off in the corner like disrobing and putting his uniform away. And that dude looked like he had just ran a marathon. Uh, like, we <laughs> uh, see Seth Lord. Yeah, I was going to say that because the other day when when I was I was discussing uh, 
Celebration Europe with with my girlfriend, uh, and I was saying that I was I was contemplating doing because I've got one of the Ruby's Darth Vader helmets uh, locked away in the cupboard, uh-huh. um, and I was saying that I was considering doing the opposite of what you did at Celebration Six, where and that was wear a, a black suit uh-huh. and the Darth Vader helmet and just walk around with <laughs> do, do sort of the the opposite of uh, the Don Johnson's uh, the Don Don John the uh, tongue tied Don <laughs> Johnson at Trooper. Yeah. There we go. Cool. I've, I've yeah, shortened think, it now. You can just get away with calling it the Don John Trooper. That's what I've been hashtagging Don it as. And if anybody oh, sees any pictures of me floating around there on the internet, please send them to me. I've been looking around. I haven't found any. And I had a lot of people stop me for pictures, so I, I'm curious to see what came out there. Uh, Very good. Yeah, G4TV.com. Got a couple of cool pictures of me and uh, uh, my friend Jackie. Uh, she was dressed as booby fetish, um, who got mistaken as poison ivy Boba Fett quite often. Uh, but worked out perfectly because we ran into the most amazing costumes. It was a Joker Jedi and a Harley Quinn slave. And uh, she had painted herself like Harley Quinn from Batman, but had worn the slave Leia outfit, but painted it to match black and white and red. And then he was he had the full Jedi robes, but they were all, all purple like the Joker would wear. And, uh, and he had the face paint and everything. And he even had, like, his whole belt was armored with uh, balloons so that he could blow up balloons and make balloon animals for people. And so I got a great picture of, uh, of uh, pin-up Bobo Fett, uh, 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 what's her name, Poison Ivy, with the Joker Jedi and all that. Uh, it, it, was, it was so much fun. I mean, dressing up is just a blast. And it was also very easily recognizable, too, because I had posted on Twitter the night before a picture of my costume, and I had three people stop me and say, hey, are you distracted by Star Wars? And I was like, yeah, totally. And I shook their hand, met them, and you know, took pictures. I gave them business cards. Uh, it was a lot of fun. The mashup cosplay is awesome. Yeah, there were there were so many good costumes. Like one of my favorites, and I did not get a picture of this, was this little kid dressed in a white. It looked like a Cub Scouts uniform, but it was white, and he had a black sash on his back with the Empire's logo, with little badges that looked like Cub Scout badges, but they were all Empire themed. And then he had a, a Scout Trooper helmet, oh. and he was a a Scout, a Cub Scout, uh, essentially. <laughs> uh, it was so freaking cute and so awesome. Wow. No, the other one I liked, uh, the one that stood out for me was the, uh, I mean, I loved, actually, uh, Wits, uh, Don Johnson Trooper was, was awesome. I mean, that was the one I was telling everybody about and sharing pictures with, and w- well played on that one. It was simple, elegant, and, and funny. I loved it. Comfortable, um, too. The, yeah, and there you go. It's actually, yeah, it's functional and, and nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other one is, uh, at the very end of the con, actually, it was the, the last day, and he, this guy was, like, just bolting. He was almost running, but he was, like, just angry. I think you could just tell it. It fit the pro- profile perfectly. It was a Darth Bane. Oh, a Darth I saw Bane. that. It's actually a – it was a guy in a Darth Vader costume with the Bane mask. And, I saw and that, yeah. From, so good. Back from Dark Knight Rises. And he looked just like Tom Hardy in the mask. It yeah. Was unbelievable. Yeah. And the eyes and everything, it freaked me out. <laughs> He almost like brushed me aside to take the photo, but I got it, and uh, that did really well on on Instagram. That was a popular one. Nice, wow. nice. Yeah, I was really stoked with my Don Johnson trooper. I finally saw Bobo Fat and the pimp, uh, the pirate pimp Darth Vader, which I've seen on convention pictures for years now, and uh, 
I got my picture taken with them, and, like, I felt like I totally fit in with them perfectly. And not only that, but they were super excited to take their picture with me. Uh, so I, I actually needed to tweet them and send them a link to the picture. A uh, uh, couple of my idols, and I, I felt like I fit right in with them. So I, I was stoked. Uh, it has, has to be said that the, the people who dressed up there, the extra effort to carry the stuff, and I know what you'd some great photographs with the the air hostesses. And the, oh, that was so truck. awesome! Carrying your helmet on the airplane is the best. It's the, so the, awesome. People who had to, even the international ones as well, who had to cart things like Wookie suits and armor, oh. and jeez, the love and devotion these guys, and the cost as well. It's um. Well, I talked yeah. to a couple of the guys that worked on, like, building the big Adat walker that you see in a lot of the pictures in the lobby and stuff. A lot of these uh, European guys that work on it from the 501st. And uh, yeah. and they were really fortunate. They, you know, Lucasfilm uh, paid for a lot of the shipping to have that stuff sent out here. Um, and it was really neat because this is actually something I can compare it to is uh, I've been to Burning Man quite a few times. I don't know how much you guys know about Burning Man, but... Essentially, it's it's a lot like Star Wars Celebration. You know, it's this big event where everybody who participates needs to bring everything that they're bringing out. And occasionally, big, giant projects uh, get sponsored by the event. You know, there's fundraiser events to raise money, and they'll pay to bring some of these big art projects out and help pay for it. And it sounds like Lucasfilm does a lot of that for Star Wars Celebration, which I thought was really, really cool. Excellent. Cool. Well, we'll we'll get a couple other couple of news things just to come, just uh, some updates. But uh, just a quick two second slot for uh, ChairandToys.com, uh, sponsor of this show. If you're into Lego, and we talked about Lego earlier on, it ain't hard to spend thirty five dollars on some Lego. So all you got to do head to ChairandToys.com, put whatever you want in your basket, and some of the cool stuff that we're talking about even today. The new Rancor set that's coming uh, next year fits in with the Java's Palace, which they have in stock. So that's easily over $35 in a heartbeat. All you got to do is put that in your cart and add in the code at the checkout, flyguy.net 3051, and you'll get a cool little, um, it's a really cool little one, actually, an X-Wing uh, little fighter, and one of those little po- uh, poly bag sets, and it's yours, and that's it. So all you got to do, put that in your checkout, and uh, that expires September 30th or while supplies last. Thanks to ChairmanToys.com. So we've got a few other bits and pieces of news that didn't quite fit into the show, um, but this is really just for anything. Anything that goes, we'll really put down here store reports or any wrap-up of anything like that. But, Kevin, you had a couple of things you wanted to, to mention. Yeah, really quick. Um, uh, oh, so, sorry, we've got Chad who needs to go, unfortunately, as well. So thanks for joining, Chad. Oh, hey, no Chad. problem. Thank you. Chad, do you want to plug anything you. before you go? Oh, just uh, definitely check out uh, Custom Action Figure News. It's customactionfigurenews.posterist.com. And definitely check out the yards. That's imperialshipyards.net. I'm sure Tamer will get a, ta- uh, 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 you know, low commercial in there for that, too. So, awesome. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Sorry if we kept you long. Yeah, thanks, Chad. <laughs> oh, no, Jack. you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. No problem. See you around. All right. Bye. Bye. Kev, back to you. Sorry. No worries. No worries. Um, I just want to share a couple... Uh, you know, one of the things about going to Celebration uh, is sort of the stories, and two of them really quick, things you never see anywhere else in, in the experiences is I got there really late Friday night, and I was trying to see who was around, and I was kind of on the, on the boards and the forums and Facebook, and then I come across this whole uh, Star Wars Star Wars room sales, which is something that's been taking place at past Celebrations where people were selling, literally selling vintage collectibles out of their, their hotel rooms, and it was almost like a like a like a flea, like a flea market, like a like a. 
Well, they formalized it this year uh, to a certain degree, and they were actually in the mezzanine, the second floor of uh, the Rosen Center, which is the hotel right next door to the con. However, this is from midnight to 2 a.m. in the morning really? on the Friday night. And it's just like, and so, you know, you, they say, you know, don't talk about Fight Club. This was like Star Wars <laughs> Fight Club. <laughs> the only thing I can describe it. It's everybody. It was guys from the U.K. It was people from overseas. Uh, Duncan Jenkins. And this is this is people who are just setting up with Star Wars stuff on the floor in a hallway at 1 o'clock in the morning. And the stuff I saw was stuff I've never seen before. I was talking to Duncan for a good 15 minutes. And he was talking to me about stuff he's never eaten seen before wow and he wow. was picking up stuff. i mean this was like like kenner retail brochures from uk department stores from the 70s showing pictures of you know in mint condition showing pictures of what you could buy on the in the star wars line <laughs> from the empire strikes back and you know then i ask how much it is and i'm as i'm you know folding through it and it's oh 375 dollars i could not <laughs> damage this like item um, there's stuff from Japan. There was like a lot of uh, the, the coin-operated uh, tchotchke. You know, where you turn, you get a little plastic ball, and there's a toy inside the plastic ball from Japan. I actually picked up a stormtrooper and Darth Vader keychain uh, from uh, Japan uh, for twenty bucks. Wow! And uh, just like, but vintage carded, vintage proof cards that I've never mm. seen before from like in like like twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars for a Leia twelve back proof card. I'm like. What Holy crap! <laughs> like, and I actually found out that this guy was actually lives near me in, in one town over, and, got, and everybody was going to the bar beforehand. Half of the people were, were shit faced, and it was like <laughs> hilarious. And it was amazing. I met into Brian from Plastic Galaxy there. I got the pin from him. Anybody who was anybody at that upper echelon of collecting were was in this hallway from 12 a.m from midnight to 2 a.m. Friday night uh, wow. at the convention. And I just, it, maybe it was a dream. Maybe I'm making this whole thing up. <laughs> it was so surreal, but it was amazing. And I can't wait to, like, be ready for the next one and bring at least $1,000 in cash on me because... I heard you know, rumors about this. I'm I'm blown away to hear that it actually exists. That's so cool. It does exist. And I, and I <laughs> it does exist. <laughs> I could not believe it. The The other story, super quick, was my flight home was the fastest one I've ever had in my life because I had the pleasure of sitting next to a gentleman, uh, which I could probably say his name because he's he sponsored one of the Star Tots. He's actually one of the collecting sponsors of one of the – because if you notice the medallions and the Star Tots, those are funded by collectors. Oh, and they, they sponsor uh, each and every one. Uh, it's a different person. So Gus Lopez does one, and Duncan does one, and Steve Sansweet does one. Uh, oh. They're always contributing to this. And their names are on the back of the medallions from C4, if you take a closer look. And their names are actually engraved on the back of the Star Tots. Uh, and so I actually met a gentleman named uh, Don Henderson, who actually financed uh, the, uh, the, one of the Star Tots. He actually did the, the Tusked Raider. Oh, cool. And he collects only unproduced Star Wars memorabilia. Um, <laughs> Oh my god! It's like the 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 niche that this gentleman is is in blew my mind. It was I was in a four hour Star Wars prototype, and, <laughs> and it just blew my mind. And I I have such more of an appreciation for what exists out there. He competes with Sansweet and Gus and people for for certain things because it's that rare. And and everybody, you know, these three or four guys 
want that Tusked Raider uh, plush buddy that the, that the the Japanese producer made, but that Hasbro never never verified. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, he's a hardcore you know, fetishist." Really, this is like this is like an underground thing. It just like I can't believe this exists in this un- in our universe, but it does, and it's amazing because it shows you how deep you really can go. And at the end of the day, you know, Don said, you know, I'll kind of sum up with this is that how cool is it that you can contribute, you know, some money, you know, it, it, like as Duncan said in the in the awards at the collecting awards, you know, it's it's thousands of dollars, you know, yeah. and at the end of the day, you know, but you get your name embedded on a on a licensed Lucasfilm collectible yeah. and you really can't put a price on that. And that's. That was really kind of like, you know, it really kind of makes a lot of sense and it almost makes me feel like I want to save up some money and maybe be one of those guys someday down the road because you've stuck with it so long. And it's, I guess it's a long list. <laughs> he was on the list in Celebration 4 and he just got the opportunity. But the glow in his eyes and the things he got, he even showed me some prototype Star Tots that just <laughs> made my whole flight home great. So I just want to share those two stories really quick. Sorry it took so long. No, 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 no thank really- you. The, probably the cherry on the cake, I think. There, really, quite frankly, that's um, wow. So I'm, I'm calling that collector club. It's not fight club. It's collector club. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about collector club. And here he is oh. talking about collector club. Gosh, you're breaking the rules already. Done. I know. I, I, held some, I held back some cherry items because I actually am not allowed to talk about some of the stuff that Don was telling me. But me. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, it's only at Celebration can you have those kinds of experiences. And I had similar ones at C4, and it it almost makes me want to go to Celebration Europe just to see what it's like. Yeah. Oh, his phones went off. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) That's a kind of rad dance tune, dude. That's kind of, yeah. (laughs) I thought he was adding his own theme music to to the announcement. Thanks for uh, thanks for letting me share those stories. Guys. No, no, that that dude, totally. Oh, it's, I want to know more. Actually, I want to see photographs. Know more about this story. You've kind of got it. This this kind of things that were never produced in the, uh, this hidden club. You said it was in the hallway of the hotel or the hallway of the convention center. So the the Friday night experience was the Rosen Center, which is adjacent to the convention center, and it's called Star, and it actually has its own Twitter feed. It's actually SW Room Sales, uh, all one word. Uh, I actually even see some of the, the posts left over from that. Awesome. Uh, and, and it happens one night at every, con- at every celebration, and man, people, it was just like, it was like a party with collectibles, but, you know, it was the, the creme de I mean, rubbing elbows with Duncan, Gus, and these guys are hardcore looking like, I've never seen this before. What do you want for it? <laughs> well, awesome. I mean, when do you see all the back proof cards? I mean, no. and this guy, Gilbert, which is one town over from me, I'm like, and, 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 the, and the guy on the plane, Don, knows this guy I was talking about. <laughs> it's a small world, dude. It's a small world. Well, any other news, tippets, things you want to share, you guys, currently, just before we kind of move into wrap-up, anything, Seth Lord, let you go to bed, anything? Yeah, I think it's time to hit the hay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was just starting to droop. Sean, <laughs> uh, you, you sent a link there. Um, you want to that's, talk about... Yeah, that's the Celebration 6 customizing panel. 
Awesome. Which was awesome, by the way. I That was the only panel I caught, and that's because I had a backstage pass because I didn't have to wait in line. Uh, I hate waiting in lines. Um, and this being my first convention, I didn't want to waste any time waiting in lines. But the convention panel was awesome. Uh, thank you, Sean. I've been wanting to see the, the video from that. Uh, yeah. And, uh, man, it, it, it's so cool because I listening to your guys' podcast – and listening to all these guys who I've been respecting for so long, and then getting to meet them in person there at the panel, like, I, it, it was just like meeting celebrities. I mean, because they are in my world. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was it was really, really cool. Um, and that panel was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, cool. I, I, uh, if there's anything else, you guys just holler. And, um, yep, we've all got a bail. I think we're all going to get a, gonna get uh, going and get to beds and get on with the day. So, look, very quickly, just to wrap up to say thank you all for joining uh, Chad, who's now going. Thank you uh, for all his customizing input today. Uh, Tamer, yourself, thank you for your uh, Imperial Shipyard's contribution. And, um, Kevin, thanks for coming back. Yeah, Chad's not uh, here. I do want to thank him, though, but I got a celebration exclusive from him. He gave me a really sweet uh, Kashyyyk, uh, like, stealth scout trooper kind of custom that he made. Uh, so I, I now have two Chad customs on my shelf. I've got this guy and a zombie Boba Fett I got from him last year. Uh, and he's promised me anytime I come back to Florida, I get a new a new collection or a new addition to his collection. So, it, uh, yeah, damn it, I have to go back to Florida again. <laughs> <laughs> no worries um, so look around the table just where can we find everyone who's left here what, where do people find Mr. U um, the new and improved dbsw.net uh, I just put up a new uh, design I still have some more tweaks and things to add to it but hopefully we'll get everything up and running soon so yeah check out dbsw.net awesome Kevin I think we know where we can find you but let the peeps know uh, easiest way to find me uh, is on uh, Facebook. Uh, it's uh, facebook.com slash vintage Star Wars. And uh, on uh, my vintage notebooks are at starwarsnotebooks.com. Cool. And you're on Twitter as twitter.com slash collectal21? Yes, I am. Yes, that's correct. Cool, cool, cool. Mr. Sith Lord? I'm everywhere.com. <laughs> you need to go. You need to go and register that domain now immediately. Yeah. But, uh, Every, everywhere dot com. I think. I think. No. I think he should be a dot net because Fly Guy, you and I are both dot net. That's he, it. Gotta be cool, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if you want to be the third co-host, you really should get a dot net. <laughs> yeah, you can find him at Sithlord two two nine. If you Google him, he's everywhere. He's he's a master of the web. And um, Sean, where can people find you? Hey, I'm a dot net. Yay. <laughs> Tamer at ShipYards.net. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Hey, guys, thanks for supporting and customizing Hobby like you guys do. It's great. Oh, thanks for doing what you guys do. We, I really appreciate it, at least. Excellent. We'll definitely get you and Chad back on another show again. There's just Sometimes it's so many guests, we can never get them all on, but we'll definitely love to have you guys back. And uh, same for you, Kevin. We'll, we'll get you back on again. We love hearing your vintage stories and your uh, little secrets of your collector clubs. Tell us more. Yes. And, um, yeah, you'll see uh, uh, myself and Whit and uh, Sith Lord at some point again for our big midlife crisis episode, Boring Conversation, episode 40, where we go completely downhill and <laughs> buy some uh, Palatoy Kenner unfounded uh, card proofbacks and spend thousands of dollars. I don't know. Whatever you do in a midlife crisis. We'll be back for a fortieth episode soon enough. So, uh, well, maybe maybe every episode from now on is just going to be really, really depressing. 
Yeah. And no one's going to want to listen. Cause it was just <laughs> no, not depressing conversation <laughs> anyway. Just keep it boring. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody ass, bro. We'll just sit and clean up. I think we've got our show tile there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys yet again. We'll let you all go into your days and your nights. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Great. Thanks, Bye. guys. May the force be with you. Wow. Thank you. Boring Conversation Anyway is also brought to you by Brian'sToys.com, the world's largest Star Wars store. At FlyGuy.net, check out to let them know where you head of the reference. Don't forget to check out DarkSideToys.com, Marvel, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, and more. Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. Anyway. Red five, standing by. Guys, we've just paused the call. What needs to run to the bathroom? <laughs> wow, that's a lot of work. Yeah, well, that's that's why marijuana is such a miraculous drug. <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Seth Lord? Are you still awake? Yes, just. <laughs> and I said, what? Sorry about that, What guys. have we told you? Don't, don't download high-def porn while you're on the call. What? I what? wasn't. I think it was Sean's love for the <laughs> fighter pods that killed the podcast. Uh-oh. I can't hear anything.